0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Reap the Spoils. I'm Mark Sullivan.
1: I'm Delilah Lugo.
0: I'm Jason Kwasnicki. If you hear my voice, if it sounds a little um, deeper, uh, that would be because I've been sick for the past like three weeks.
1: Damn.
0: Oh, oh, enjoy I thought you finally,
2: thought you finally hit puberty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I actually. I, actually I, was got... to think, I was trying to think of some pithy thing to say. That no, bleak, I. That was lame
0: i got i got sick with uh with a with with a symbiote a symbiote and made my voice do all sorts of funky things (laughs) i got i got really angsty too i walked out of a restaurant and started dancing it was weird it was a weird time in my life
1: oh i'm so glad that didn't happen
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh delilah what game are we talking about today
1: Spider-Man 2.
0: Yeah, despite the Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3 joke I just made, we're talking about Marvel Spider-Man 2, the Insomniac Games developed video game.
1: Where there was no um, dancing.
0: No dancing. <laughs> no dancing whatsoever. At least not that I saw. Um, Reap the Spoils is a semi-monthly spoiler cast where we pick a game or a thing, a video game related thing, and we play it and or experience it. And then we come back here to this uh, Discord voice channel and talk about it with each other and talk it to you guys about the story, the, the gameplay everything the game has to offer we spoil the hell out of it so if you have not played Marvel's spider-man 2 for the playstation 5 sony computer entertainment system i highly recommend you pause this episode and go play that video game before you listen to us spoil the whole thing and if you haven't played uh the first marvel spider-man or the midquel uh marvel's spider-man miles morales i recommend you go play those as well and listen to our episodes on them because we both we we did episodes on both those games yes way uh way back in the day early early in the reap the spoils pantheon (laughs) um
2: i would say archives
0: archives that's a better word thank you jason I, I knew I knew we kept you around for a reason. So, yeah, I was, um, I was like
2: Is these are our episodes, a goddess that we yeah, make sacrifices to.
0: W- what what can <laughs> I say? We make we make a godly product here at Reap the Spoils. We're putting out these these these, uh, you know, holy spoiler casts for you to digest and listen to. Anyway, uh, let's get on with it. Are you guys ready for some information on Marvel's Spider-Man 2? The info block, as it were.
2: You know, just as an editing note, you can clip this out. You should insert the Monty Python and get on with it. Oh, jeez! Into the when you edit it. All right, and and cut. You can cut that.
0: I'll, I'll have I'll, I'd have to find that. Uh, that sound bite. Um. All right. Info block time for Marvel Spider-Man Two. Uh, as I said, Marvel Spider-Man Two was developed by Insomniac Games. It was directed primarily by Brian Intihar and Ryan Smith they both also were co-directors on the first two Spider-Man games uh developed by Insomniac not like the first in existence that would go all the way back to like the 80s or 90s um this is obviously a sequel to Marvel Spider-Man that released in 2018 and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales that released in 2020 and this game Marvel Spider-Man 2 released on October 20th 2023 for the PlayStation 5 That's that's it that's
2: all I got
1: Great Thank you.
2: You're welcome. Cool. And it's not obviously a sequel because the PS2 one was called Spider Man Two. I don't think there was a Spider Man One. It was just called Spider Man Two because the movie was Spider Man Two.
0: Well, there was a Spider Man One game on. Was that Really? Yeah, there was a PS2 Spider Man One game. I thought it was
2: just a Spider Man Two one. All right, my bad. No,
0: I think I think there was right. Or we got to live fact check this now because no, I'm pretty you sure gotta, I remember. Check. I might just oh, be I tol- an idiot. I totally have to fact check it because now now I'm curious. Alright, there's a Wikipedia page. List of video games featuring Spider-Man. And we're scrolling down. Yeah, there was a... Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's the wrong Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, there was. There was a Spider-Man game released for... For the... In conjunction with the first film that released on the PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox, Windows, and Game Boy Advance. Clearly the superior version of that video game, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, Play that on the Game Boy Advance. Um... And yeah, there was there there was of course you know famously a Spider-Man a Spider-Man two video game for in conjunction with that film as well. There was a Spider-Man three one too, but I hear that one's kind of kind of like the movie, kind of questionable.
1: <laughs> um, let's hope, let's hope the game doesn't follow suit.
0: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we're not talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man two the video game. We're talking about Insomniacs Marvel's Spider-Man two. God, that's a lot of like prefixes. Um. All right, you guys ready to jump into the game?
1: Yeah, we starting with the ending.
0: Yeah, a final warning. If you haven't played Marvel Spider-Man 2, please pause the episode, go play it, and then come back to the show and listen to us spoil it. Are we ready? Yes. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I say let's dive into the ending. I feel like there's a, there's a couple questions I wrote down here, and I think they're all, you know, decent conversation starters with regards to this loaded ending. So let's talk about uh norman going to visit well actually let's talk about let's talk about norman in general let's just talk about norman as a man as a father as a, man. As a potentially future goblin folk um he's yes. totally he, this is totally teasing for green goblin yeah
1: right? he said g serum
0: yeah it took me when he said that it like it took me a minute to realize what he was talking about yeah. I thought it was like a Resident Evil virus or something.
1: And it does sound like a Resident Evil virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean
2: yeah, we I mean, got obviously, that. obviously obviously if they didn't they decided not to go with him, you know, off the bat. So obviously they're building to it. Yeah. And you know they they, they teased it
0: uh in the first game too, when the section where you're at uh when you're in his lab in his apartment building. Ah, uh, you can find pumpkin bomb prototype, pumpkin bombs mm-hmm. like, on his desk or whatever. Yeah. Um, it kind of made me think that that kind of made me think that he had already been Green Goblin at some point, and clearly that's not the case. This is all building
2: toward him becoming Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I wish they didn't spoil right at the beginning of the game that that's not what was going on with Harry. So that, mean, me? the symbiote because they spoil right in the beginning of the game that the symbiote. Is what you know he's used to. Well, Harry, I to wish, be fair, they, I wish they, teased, they had left it a mystery. To be fair, they'd been teasing that since the, the first end game. credit scene, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I still it still would have been cool to have that, mystery, okay, but okay. it is what it is.
1: Yeah, but I mean, besides like the G-Serum statement, him wearing like a green shirt almost throughout the whole game (laughs) was (laughs) kind of indicative of that. I love how they play with the shirt, like the real life casual shirt colors in relation to whether someone has a symbiote or not and things like that.
0: Yeah, they do that with Peter. He's got like a black evil looking turtleneck It's uh, like when he's <laughs> when he's at peak angry Pete. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's a good observation. I don't think I put together the the green the green sweater or anything. Yeah. So yeah, and and like he's also uh, Norman's also teasing that the G serum like the whole the whole point of the G serum is that it's an alternative cure for Harry's sickness versus the symbiote. Right. Um, mm. Now I'm I'm a little hazy on the like the details with Hobgoblin. I don't think Hobgoblin and Green Goblin are related in any way. But this being a different you know universe, this being a different continuity, yeah, could they be teasing made for a a... Lot
2: of drastic changes to typical canon? So.
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of Marvel's yeah. whole shtick, right? You know, having a multiverse that allows them to have different different universes to then play with different plot elements and not well, affect, like,
2: uh, any singular I think this canon. is kind of... I think technically right now, I might be wrong about this, this is kind of not even Marvel's, it's Insomniac's Spider-Man. Well, why they... they Marvel,
0: yeah. like, has a designated Earth number for this... Oh, ...for, okay. for this I,
2: universe. I, I didn't know that. Like um, I, I haven't read Yeah, they're... I haven't read Marvel comics in like over a decade now. Well, so I know like... they've they've done a lot of like multiverse multiple they've added a lot of earths since I've stopped
0: reading. Yeah. And like yeah, Insomniac does have its own. So <laughs> I I, I, for, I like I said I I know I could I could look up the number real quick but um
1: so there's a side mission that we'll we'll talk about later that reveals a character that's actually connected to the Spider-Verse movies.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Also has, like, the multiverse thing going on. It's all very confusing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wish they wouldn't, and there's, there's other, like, Marvel stuff in here that I wish wasn't, but we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, th-
1: they're basically connecting all of them, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, to be so to to be clear, this is this is Earth ten forty eight. That's that's Insomniacs, the PlayStation Spider verse is Earth ten forty eight. So that's that's where all these games take place in, um, and that's you know that's what enables them to change things up. So that all being said, do we think we're gonna get a a Harry and Norman Gabo team up in the next game, or do you think the G serum? Oh shit, Delilah is immediate yes.
1: Well, I mean, I think the main focus is going to be Green Goblin. I think he's going to be the main villain of Spider-Man 3, just because he's, like, so important in all of the universes, right, as a villain, much like uh, Venom and Doc Ock, right? Um, but I I do think that he's going to try and do something when it comes to, like, reviving Harry, which, you know, he Harry can't be game- Green Goblin. He was already Venom. That would give him too much... Okay. Too much power, right? Um. So, so they, yeah, they I don't have to try and do something to keep Harry. I I not.
2: actually don't think Harry is going to be Green Goblin. I mean, I I've, they're obviously going to be using the G serum on him, but I think ultimately it will be Norman who is the oh uh, yeah the Green I, Goblin. No-
0: no arguments here about Norman being Green Goblin. I'm just wondering if you think Harry will also be a goblin of some sort. I I think they'll probably
2: try to fit in a redemption arc for him in 3. I would would think that would be like an obvious thing. Um, I would also probably imagine that uh, Doc Ock, or I should say Dr. Octavius as Spider-Man may play a major role. Uh, they might try to do, if you guys are at all familiar with oh, a, a Spider-Man. Superior law. Spider-Man? Superior Spider-Man, yeah. Especially given the way this ends with Peter Parker, it would be a reason to bring him back, so to speak. If For those who don't know Superior Spider-Man, <laughs> um, Doc Ock takes over Spider-Man. Like his, his mind is put into... I forget exactly how it worked, but basically, Dr. Octopus becomes Spider-Man and uses much more violent lethal methods to deal with the rogues gallery it's it's weird it's a weird story but it's a it's a pretty popular one one. it's it it is yeah it's a it's one of the more well it's kind of like the venom like venom marks happen all the time in spider-man they reuse that same kind of which we see here obviously in this game but they're used all the time
0: um, I guess that kind of goes into my next question is Octavius... Norm, Norman goes to Otto in the raft to visit him and try to get the uh identities of the Spider Men from Octavius and he says he, he refuses and says that he's like preparing for his final chapter. That's why I um, think they're gonna do superior Spider Man. So okay, you think you Yeah, think I that's think what that's, what that's a good is. theory. Which could be interesting because If if Norman goes Green Goblin and Octavius assumes the role of Spider Man, they hate each other. Yes, exactly. They have that rivalry, so that that could be interesting. That could be interesting. Um, but I don't. I I also don't know how I feel about it being like. Well, I don't know. I guess I'm making an assumption by saying like if the if the third part is like concluding a trilogy, I feel a little odd about the trilogy concluding with octavius taking over peter rather than peter himself doing something i'm assuming
2: the story would be peter has to because as we'll get to peter quote-unquote retires at the ripe age of 25 in this game the idea would be is that's the the mechanism by which you force peter to come back well okay okay that could okay i see what you're i see where you're going with that um it's
1: gonna be a lot in one game
2: well i mean as we'll get to in this game this this game is a lot in one game. Yeah,
1: I, and
0: and you know the first one was like it was like that too. I mean, we yeah. had the, the, and we'll talk about. I kind of do want to talk about the three act structure at some point where we talk about the kind of the, the structure of this game versus the first one. Um, but like the the first game fit in a lot of villains and fit in a lot of like kind of uh of. Traditional Spider-Man story arcs, all it pretty, in pretty in a pretty small package. You know, comparatively considering the breadth of what it tries to fit in, this game does that too. I don't know that it's as clean as the first game was. Um, nope. But
2: <laughs> yeah, this is a ten-hour game that is three, arguably four, ten-hour games smushed into one.
0: Yeah, and, and we'll we'll talk about that uh, in, in a little bit. I I, I want to finish talking, diving into the ending here a little bit more um talking about what who will be kind of focusing on in the next game um jason alluded to it peter kind of retires he hands the torch over to miles and says you know you know i'll 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 help you i'll guide you but i want you to take care of new york while i move on a little bit with my life to do other things um how did we feel about that whole shtick jason seems skeptical
1: I think it was uh, um, a good build-up considering we got the spinoff Miles Morales game, so it's not just like the torch is being passed without any kind of background or substance or building of character. But at the same time, if you're going to call it um, Spider-Man 3, I feel like in some way w- will we have to end with Peter? So I don't. I think he might intend to retire, but at the end of the day, especially if like Doc Ock and Green Goblin are involved, I think he's going to have to come back and, and do his part.
2: Yeah. So like, I barely remembered. <clears throat> I re- I remembered vague plot points of what happened in the first game. It kind of like just escaped my memory. I don't even remember what happened in the Miles Morales game. Um, Sounds like Jason needs to go listen to the Reap the Spoils <laughs> episode. Yeah, I did. I started. I started going back and and listening. But the point I, I was trying to get at was, I actually watched um, a video. I had completely forgotten that Aunt May died, so I went and watched a video <laughs> and kind of. Jeez. And that sequence actually was really good. Like, I was I was listening to our episode. I was pretty harsh, probably too harsh on the first game. But that sequence of uh, Aunt May dying in the first game really encapsulates Spider-Man in a nutshell. Yeah. And that he has the cure to save her, but then they won't be able to replicate it to save all the other people. Needs of the and one versus needs of the many. It's the sacrifice that he he sacrifices, the things we take for granted every day, family, career, friends, all that stuff. To be Spider-Man. Um, driven kind of by his guilt. Everybody knows the origin story. His guilt that his Uncle Ben's de- death. Was essentially his fault. Um, well not his fault directly. But like because of his lack of taking responsibility. Um, and this ending with Peter. A it was confusing. Because. He essentially does what. He seems to want to do. in In the beginning with Harry. It kind of sets up. Like, hey, you could go and have this other life, and you would think the arc would be, you know, kind of reaffirming that, no, he needs to be Spider-Man, but he just basically does what he could have done at the beginning of the game with Harry. Um, But that's not even, like, the biggest thing. The biggest thing is it's just, like, it's it's a lack of understanding of what makes Spider-Man one of the most enduring and popular superheroes. The fact that he always makes that sacrifice and... He doesn't win like in his normal life and he does so so he can be Spider Man and he's just gonna retire and take a break for a while. It's like okay. It's not very heroic or Spider Man y. I mean it's a fair point. I um it
0: He's been and it's, Spider-Man just, it's just for... weird because
2: as I alluded to, or as I just said, like in the first game that one scene with Anime dying like perfectly encapsulates what Spider Man is. Right. Whereas like this game this ending seems to not get it at all. It
0: kind of it kind of goes on the flip side, right? Like, well, he's I I don't know. I think it's still somewhat the same, like in just kind of a roundabout way. Like he made that sacrifice in the first game to let Aunt May die so that he could save how many more people? You know, countless more people. Um, and in a way that was honoring her because she that's what she would have wanted him to do. Right, she wouldn't have wanted him to to cure her so that she so that everyone else couldn't be, but she could live. Um, and th- this game kind of ends with him honoring Harry and the promise that he made to him. What the the, the, the starting back up the uh, the Emily May Foundation also in a way honoring Aunt May as well by extension. That's the whole point of the the, the name of the of the foundation, um, and also honoring M- Mary Jane and giving them a chance to have more of a life together because he's had to make the sacrifice shirking her for so long and putting her in countless or uh, endless danger uh several of which several of which moments happen in this game so it's like i i see what you're saying but at the same time it's it's he it's not like he could have really made that sacrifice before or couldn't have made that Couldn't have not made that sacrifice before. Do you see what I'm saying? Because he was the only Spider-Man. Now he knows there's Miles out there. Miles can handle, especially with Craven now gone, Miles can handle things on his own. If he has to dip back in, the option's there. But if he has the chance to have a life of his own, he's going to take it. And I don't necessarily think that that's... It's not like a selfish... It's not entirely selfish thing is essentially what I'm trying to say. It's like he's I, still yeah. trying to honor I, other people in his life that he care, loves and cares about. I,
2: under, I understand what you're getting at. And yeah, that, like, that makes sense from that perspective. But uh, like again, the, the perfect pi- Spider-Man, the most popular Spider-Man stories is he, he sacrifices, you know, uh, not oh. honor. I, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. In, in my mind, the ending to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 is perfect precisely because you know mary jane says to him go get him tiger after she you know professes her love for him and he jumps off to go be spider-man because they understand they're never going to have that perfect relationship at home but they fill the gaps for each other especially now that she knows that he's spider-man and you know he can have that one thing in his life which is what mary jane always was in the comics again we'll get to mary jane mary jane is not mary jane in these games um
1: it's a completely
2: different character um it's a different universe (laughs) exactly Uh, but uh, (laughs) but he doesn't he sacrifices those things that we take for granted in our everyday lives like i just said family friends career things that we you know think are mundane but you don't realize how important they are until like you have that responsibility of being spider-man um
1: yeah, I don't think it's it's that. just
2: uh, yeah I yeah, I just don't like that for Peter, but you know it is what it is.
1: I think it's that he's like unwilling to continue making those sacrifices. I think that's something he's definitely gonna continue grappling with, even though he's aiming to retire. I just feel like he's trying his best to pass the torch, and I think ultimately he's gonna fail at that because he's gonna need to come back. Um and I think he only passed the torch because things were chill. Right when things are gonna pick up again, and I'm pretty sure he's Mary Jane's gonna understand. He's gonna understand like he has to do what he has to do. Like I don't think this is a core part of his his character, the retirement phase. I think it's just something he wants to do. I would
2: hope not. Yeah, and to to be to be fair, like it's not like he said I'm done, done. Like he just said I'm taking a break, but it's still like to me, it just feels like it goes against the spirit of the original character. But hey, if this is what they want to do with their universe, like you said, Mark, this is Insomniacs universe,
0: right? And and the the is right, and that's kind of what I was getting to, right? Like the 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 big villains that were terrorizing New York were taken down. Peter finally has a chance to breathe, and. MJ, MJ took a big step in her life too, right? Like, we'll, we'll, I was, we we could talk about it right now. She, the whole game was her trying to chase an editor position at the Daily Bugle. And, and it's also kind of weird that Jameson left the Daily Bugle prior to the first game, and now he's back as editor-in-chief again for some reason while <laughs> also still doing his talk show. I don't know. It's kind of an odd choice. Um, I'm surprised they even let him back. To be honest, Uh, well, it's
2: it's probably because they put such a focus on Mary Jane working there. They wanted to have Jameson there as like the asshole that's constantly yelling at her. Um, Basically, it's basically taking up you know traditionally what is Peter Parker's role, where in his normal life he works for the Bugle.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he did. They they do establish this game does establish that he used to work for the Bugle. Right. You even I don't know if you did. Did you do the side quest, Jason? Where um you play as a young peter trying to deliver photos yes to... yes, yes yeah so they they kind of they do establish that and kind of give us a little bit of backstory which by the way those side quests really cool i i really like the ones that kind of put you in someone somewhat... like the one where you play as Haley and you 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 are essentially made deaf that 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 was very very unexpected creative. very creative i really enjoyed that um
2: jason did you did you do that side quest out of curiosity um i did not do that i didn't find out about that one until after i finished i did go and watch it but like okay in terms of those side quests generally where they try to like i i, I guess i just have the exact opposite take where like i was okay. here for a spider-man game i was already getting agitated every time they forced me to not play spider-man and plays miles morales and now they're doing these well, like miles morales is these Spider-Man, like jason these like last of us not even last was like the what's one of those more like movie game type deals where yeah like, like uh, kind of just moving the character forward pushing forward on the stick and letting the story was, unfold
0: you did more than that but you
2: know i it, i just i i just felt like it in like the game already has such severe pacing problems in its main story that those side quests just like dragged it down i mean you know that's
0: that was a big complaint about the first game too, right? Like a lot of people did not like the segments where you had to stealth as Mary Jane or stealth as Miles. Um, until Miles became Spider Man and actually had the same like or a similar toolkit that uh that Peter had, so it was kind of like, okay, now well, now in, it's bearable in, to play as 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 Miles, but like
2: Mary in theory, Jane, in theory, the contents. Of a lot of those side quests, especially the ones that go into, like, Peter's past and, like, this not even just the side quests, but, like, um, the Coney Island sequence or the high school sequence with Harry. These sequences where it gets much more, like, push forward on the analog stick. It, this is for story purposes. Mm-hmm. The actual content of those is fine. It's just it could have just been a cutscene.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Fair enough.
2: I feel like Um, it it drags out. That's like a very
1: like Sony thing to do, like create this like. And and to be fair, Coney Island looked really cool, so I didn't. I didn't. I loved it actually. Um, but like having that moment where you like interact with like different things in the environment, and then it creates like conversation points with characters, is a very Sony thing to do. They did it in like Uncharted, and I think The Last of Us as well.
0: I will say, like, Insomniac is the studio that I feel, um. What's the word I'm looking for? They kind of almost are apprehensive to go the route that all Sony first party studios go in that route that Delilah is describing. Because you're totally right. I don't want them to either.
2: That's what makes them unique is how much. How much. uh, I don't want to say more gameplay, but it it is.
1: It's more it, it tends Their to be more gameplay more focused, fun, less cinematic for the most part. Yeah,
0: yeah, like like the the Spider-Man games, even the Ratchet and Clank games that they put out. Uh, you know, I I and I, I don't think any of them are perfect, especially not Ratchet. I have a lot of qualms with Ratchet post PS2, but at, at least they they try to make sure that that the, the, the if the controller's in your hands, you are engaged and and not forced to do a lot of slow walking and talking right walking and talking in video games is it happens at a lot of uh, sony first party games and it just it rips control away from you and forces you into a really slow segment that you might not really want to do and it's not like spider-man doesn't do that but it does it a little better and keeps you engaged a little more than the usual walkie-talkie section at least in my opinion um and it sounds like you guys kind of agree with that too
1: Yeah for sure I mean I I love I love that Coney Island section I think that's actually when the game started to pick up because prior to that it was just a lot of like character building
0: Yeah it and, wasn't um, kind of a slow build before that
1: Yeah I thought it was fun I don't know I, I and living in New York City certainly has an an impact which by the way Coney Island is not that cool Yeah in- that, I was going to bring it
2: up <laughs> we'll I did love a lot
1: of junkies
2: Yeah I was going to say <laughs> like This is very much like a modernized. So the the comics originally come out sixties seventies. So like that's back when people actually went to Coney Island. Um, So it's almost like a weird modernized version of a sixties slash seventies idealized version of New York. I mean, it's like Um,
0: it's Coney Island is
2: essentially a museum at this point. And yes, there are functional rides and you can go on them. But like it's like people talk about going to Rockaway Beach. Like nobody goes to Rockaway Beach. Like syringes and glass bottles all over the place i mean it's place. not
0: like, like it's not like they're gonna have this like extremely pessimistic version of new york and they're no, happy-go-lucky spider-man
2: i know, Spider-Man game I, know I know it's it's just it's it's during as a new yorker as well like they're like, like Delala said nobody like you don't go to fucking Coney island like
1: you there's a
0: homeless
2: you, guy you,
0: yeah, homeless guys well, hanging
2: out there like
0: here's the thing about these games is there's a single homeless man and he is the nicest person in the world
1: oh man that side quest. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about that side
0: quest. Jesus
1: Christ.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, I'm not not trying to say like it's not a knock on the game's quality. It's it's interest. It's actually kind of interesting how they take that idealized version. Even New York back in the 70s was like this is like the taxi driver. Yeah, this is the taxi driver era of cinema. And that that's a pretty realistic depiction of what New York was like at the time. But Marvel Comics kind of idealized it. And it's interesting to see them take that idealized clean polished version of new york and you know bring it into modern day with like cell phones and smartphones and shit you know yeah all right we st- we still have one more
0: thing to talk about with the ending guys
1: yeah what, what silk
0: yeah silk <laughs> um i had to look this up I, so l- let me tell you my thought process earlier in the game when rio told miles you know i oh i'm dating someone i want you to meet him and that kind of went away until the very end. I'm sitting here thinking, like, she's totally dating Miguel O'Hara, right?
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: like, this is M- Miguel O'Hara is going to come through that door at the end of the game. It's going to be Miguel O'Hara. They're setting up for a, they're setting up for a, a Spider-Man 2099 multiverse thing for the next game. And he he's not here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, kind of. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. But like, yeah he introduces himself as arthur moon this is my daughter cindy and i'm like who and i the first thing i google is arthur moon i find nothing and then i google cindy moon it's like oh this is another spider person okay cool yeah um i know nothing about her (laughs) yeah i mean
2: (sighs)
1: look at least it's not gwen all right, they could have gone hey, that direction. I don't want either the of them thing. because
2: I don't want either of them because that means in the next game we're gonna get three stuffed characters in to play as.
1: <laughs> I'm, well, I'm hoping that they give us a standalone for Cindy to just give us some see, time with her, like they did with Miles.
0: I have a different theory about a standalone game that I'm gonna share with you guys in a little bit, but um, yeah, a, a silk a silk standalone game could be interesting. An interesting way to kind of actually introduce this character and not have to spend like a whole like story act in the next major game, the next like numbered game to to establish who she is. Um but it 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 is interesting. Like I really think it would have landed this reveal would have landed better if it was Gwen Stacy. Yeah, it would
2: have. Because I just More people care about Gwen Stacy than so
0: it's not even that more people it's not even that more people care about Gwen Stacy. It's just more people know Gwen
2: Stacy. Like the, well, that's the... my that's my point is that uh, Silk is a relatively recent character, and Gwen Stacy is a classic staple. Well, there's uh, more history. F- there's more people just have more of an estimate. To be fair, Miles is also
0: a relatively recent character, and people do yes, love Miles.
2: I mean, I, I, some people, I mean, people you love to, Miles. You have to Jason. keep in mind. You have to no. You have to keep in mind like. There's a reason that the Miles Morales game sold half as well as the Spider-Man game did. Like, I like, I don't care about Miles. To be frank, that's why I didn't want to. I didn't care to play the game with him. And every time the game, this game forced me to play as him. It's kind of like whatever. Just let me play as Peter Parker again.
1: Insomniac and certainly the Into the Spider Verse movies have definitely like propelled Miles to be a beloved character, especially yes. among like the younger younger generation.
0: One hundred percent. I mean, it's not even not even just the younger gener- generation. Like, well, that's Bi- the thing is a is a Bi- like BIPOC groups and stuff. Like he he is he is their Spider Man, and that 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 that's you know a big that's a big um. Like plot point, kind of story point of Miles Morales, the the the, the midquel game, um, that Harlem views him as as their Spider Man because he stands up for them, a, a a community that doesn't really get a lot of protection. That was like the right. whole the whole point of that.
2: A, a good comparison might be like younger Star Wars fans who uh, idolize the prequels, if you get what I'm saying, mm. versus like. Most people born before nineties hey, who, but, but who to be fair, they're shit,
0: Jason. But no, 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 no. The, first of all, the prequels are not shit. But also, you got to admit the prequels look pretty damn good uh, sitting next to the sequels.
2: Yes, they do. No, no, I, I'll say that. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't make them good movies. But uh, the, uh, you get the point. where I'm the point I was, was, was trying to get at was that it's a generational hours, thing because
1: every episode.
2: Miles Morales was only brought into Miles Morales was only brought into the actual um, mainline canon. Like originally he was an ultimate alternate universe character back um, in the late 90s, early 2000s. But he was only brought into the actual Spider-Man canon uh, relatively recently when a lot of like hardcore Spider-Man fans had already stopped reading for a variety of reasons. So yes, there is a generational divide there. And obviously with the Into the Spider-Verse movies like a lot of younger viewers watch that, and and you're right, Delilah. For a lot of younger viewers, like he is their Spider-Man, but like for people who are more classically minded on the character, like it's 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 a bit confusing. Well, I, I would just chalk the confusing
0: part up to comic books, Marvel comic books in well, general. Well that too. There's yeah. there's there's a there's kind of a lot of convolution going on. Yeah. That makes it, it very difficult. Like even I, I after playing this game, I was even just like marginally curious about like maybe reading Spider Man comics. That is a fucking minefield. It's a nightmare figuring out where to start, what's part of what and like just where to even go from there if you want to get into this stuff it it's so difficult to just get into comic books because of how much history there is and how it all it's all structured and how it all functions especially with marvel yeah um, that's and that's a we'll whole get... other can of worms though
2: well it, it does tie into this game because it is confirmed in this game that the Avengers and Doctor Strange are both a thing at play in this. Well, that's also game, that is true, which really fucks with a lot of what, like in terms of Ludo, not Ludo. I don't even know it's not Ludo narrative dissonance. We'll get to that when we get to that. What you're talking about the fact that there's a world-ending threat, yes, going and, around New York and the Avengers and just like you're ah, literally uh, swinging the, past the, the Avengers it. Tower as an alien invasion is happening. Yeah. You literally know that. Wong and Doc Strange are active and are participating in certain aspects of what's going on like side missions and nobody's there you, like the game opens it. the game opens with Sandman literally laying waste that to downtown hundreds of yeah. thousands of people are probably dead as a result of this keep in mind like Spider-Man has for the most part his popularity did kind of interject him into you know bigger things but he's just at the heart he's a street level hero so you got to be careful
1: but you know we I'm glad that they just focused on Spider-Man
2: Yeah, I don't really want a
0: game that's like
2: But that's what I'm saying is that the story pushes it to a point where it's like way past street level. Yeah, I
0: get it. I I I I get it. I but, like, I mean, there's the, there's the obvious answer, which is probably due to licensing purposes, they can't get yes. all those other Marvel no, heroes. No, no, no.
2: Obviously, we know why they can't do that. I'm
0: but you're saying. right. You're right in that it's very questionable that, like, the Avengers in no capacity show up to help out when this world-ending threat is uh, is barreling through New York City. Several right. world-ending threats are barreling through New York City. Um, I get it. I understand where where, where you're coming from with that
2: um but back to silk oh yeah <laughs> i mean yeah there's, there's there's not much to say like we have to see yeah see the, what the, this the incarnation the, of silk is the point yeah. i
0: was the point i was trying to allude to before um was was that the like the first game ended with that reveal of the symbiote being the thing that's in the tank with harry And, like, that... We all know what that is. We all know what the symbiote is. We all know what Venom is. So that was, like, a huge tease that we could all get on board with being hyped about. This one kind of fell flat. And it's not that I think they should have gone for the popular character over for the less popular character. Um... But at the same time, I don't know how how many people know who Silk is. Oh, yeah. If...
1: A lot of people were like, who? What? Huh? Yeah. This
0: was <laughs> um, this was definitely this this reveal definitely fell flat compared to uh, the first game's reveal.
1: I think that it's because the side quest really made some really cool reveals of what might be in Spider-Man three. And in that way, I enjoyed it more because I felt like I was really rewarded for doing these side quests versus like most games or even previous Spider-Man games where not many of the side quests had such cool information and reveals about the world and and what's to come.
0: Yeah, and I do I do want to talk at length about a lot of the side quests, um, but let, I, let's let's go into some major characters first. Um, in general. We talked a bit about Peter, but the w- one thing that I kind of... The one comment I have about Peter throughout this game is when he gets the symbiote, when he gets the black suit, I feel like his change from being, like, normal and just realizing the amount of power and energy that he has, and then this the shift to being just very angry and angsty happens very quickly. Yes. Very... Like there's no there's no build up to that. There's no like gradual angst that comes out of him. It's just one mission he is totally cool and fine, and then the next one he is uh pissy.
1: So I have a few things to say about that. One, Okay. There was luto-narrative dissonance is the word Jason just used, because if you do side quests after you get the symbiote his tone of voice goes back to old Peter for certain side quests, and it kind of it yeah. takes you away from like the immersion of him being taken over by this thing. Um, the other thing is, <laughs> I wonder, and that's just like a video game issue that I had, yeah. but uh, I do wonder if the reason why he transformed so quickly, like went into that deep voice and got so like edgy quickly, is because he actually died. Um, whereas I think in oh. like other like iterations he didn't die he just like absorbed it somehow um and i wonder if like you dying makes it easier for venom to like take over and that's why harry like descended really quickly because he was dying as well
0: okay so you think you think he died and then came back to like like it healed him when he when he ripped it off or
1: i'm pretty sure that was Right, 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 right when he got the black suit, he died. And Harry, like, well, I wouldn't even say Harry gave it well, to him, but like it chose him to like to be, revive him.
0: To be clear, that the, the drastic change that I'm talking about is like he went he, at the beginning for the first few missions of him having the black suit, he seemed fine and normal. Yeah,
2: his attitude. Yeah. I...
0: It was just like there was like the flip of a switch from one mission to another with him still having the black suit. And he went from seemingly normal to very angsty
2: um and then which like and then gives up suit and that all happens within like the course if you're just focusing on the main story of within like an hour and it's entirely
0: possible that like maybe not even dead but maybe like asleep cuz they kind of play with that idea that there's that mission where he goes back to the house and falls asleep and then he goes on a rampage because he's he's asleep venom's awake or the symbiote's awake so it decides you know let's let's go fuck shit up Maybe it was I mean, tapping into his exhaustion and just I, I don't, I don't
2: think I don't think there is an explanation other than this is, as I alluded to before, one of the side effects of too much being crammed into this ten hour space. Yeah. And and it's not just Peter and this Venom arc that's a victim. Pretty much every arc is a victim of it. Yeah. Um But no, I, I totally agree that the change to Venom and then the change back from Venom, it, it all happens way too fast and then you're just caught up in the last two hours. It, it feels like Delilah alluded to earlier that in the beginning of the game you get a lot of like character setup, and then all that character setup is just put on hold for like six hours, and then the last two hours we get back to like trying to resolve these arcs that we really haven't been working on much. It's mm-hmm. just a lot of plot in between. It's like and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. Um, again, a, a pacing issue and just a result of the game being overstuffed. Yeah. You know, it's
0: kind of ironic. We're talking about the game being overstuffed because I feel like with it, when it comes to miles, his arc was kind of really sidelined.
2: Super yeah. Side-lined. It's it's the, it's the same. When I, when I mentioned um, character arcs being rushed, it's literally, that was the first one I was thinking of. And they don't even like do a, a proper job of setting it up. And I, I, I said earlier that I don't care about Miles Morales and I was actually kind of excited early in the game. Cause I thought they were going to like, fi- so- finally somebody was going to tell Miles Morales story that like really solidifies him for me as like, you know, his own thing, not just sitting in the shadow of Peter. And that was um, the cutscene where he sees Lee and he has basically to choose Peter needs help with innocent victims and yeah. he can go out and get Lee. And that's like the perfect place to set up the arc where he makes a mistake Mm. and as a result, somebody gets hurt or God forbid there are consequences to actions in this game, Somebody, an innocent person dies because he didn't help Peter um, and he made the choice to try to get after Lee but he ends up losing Lee and causing destruction because of his obsession with, you know, obviously Lee is the cause of his father's death um, but no, he just listens to Peter everything ends up well, he gets away and then for the rest of the game we're supposed to assume that he's obsessed with Lee, but we never actually see it, we just are told it like his mother tells Peter at one point, "Oh, he's been looking at a lot of stuff about that Martin Lee character," and I'm like, "I, I like Miles seems to be pretty level headed throughout most of the game. Yet we're supposed to buy into this arc of him being obsessed with revenge. I don't know.
0: I mean, I think yeah, I th- that's definitely a drop ball. I also think that this was like a really good opportunity for them to show." For them to show the arc that we didn't really get to see for Peter, because the first Spider-Man game started with Peter being having been Spider-Man for eight years, um, which I th- I don't argue with, I don't disagree with. I think that was a smart move because how many times have we seen the Peter Parker Spider-Man origin story? But for th- this could have been an opportunity to show, and they kind of set this up that Miles is really struggling with the with the work life balance, so to speak. You know, he's trying to go to school, he's trying to write his college, the whole, the whole game. The college he's essay to write- thing
2: comes up in the beginning, and then at the very end. It's like it comes up, up
0: throughout, wow, but it's more like, did you finish your essay? You gotta work on your essay. And then he types a word, and then does nothing more about it. Uh, like once or twice throughout the game, like it does come up throughout the game. It's just it it's it's just used to show that, oh, okay, he's too busy to do the things that he needs to do. And that was like what they were trying to do was show the struggle between being a hero and also being the person, right that they were trying to do that and it it when they couldn't do it with Peter, they were trying to do it with miles, except it just takes a complete it, it it's it's completely sidelined because the focus is so yeah. squarely on Peter and his relationship with Harry and his relationship with MJ that Miles is kind of like okay yeah like the whole the whole drop ball with Martin Lee he wants revenge but he he can't bring himself to do it and he winds up not forgiving him but accepting accepting him and that happens that kind of gets resolved without a, a ton of progression
2: yeah there's no there's no build up for
0: the payoff there's just payoffs i i agree that i agree with you that in really, there should have been some sort of larger... And I thought they were setting this up, right? Like, they acknowledge that Miles is kind of jealous of how much attention Harry's getting. And I yeah. thought that was going to set up for a bigger animosity between Miles and Peter, but it so really did didn't.
2: I. Yeah, so did I. There were a lot of things like that where I thought they were setting something up and it just never materialized. And I, mean, I, I, I honestly, the conclusion I came to was that if they were... If you really wanted to have a game, this game where you play as both of them, like obviously Miles is going to be in the story, but if you're going to have both of them be playable and both of them have substantial stories that tie together, this game needed to be longer. Like oh, for God. just a ten-hour mainline story, you needed to just have play as Peter and do the same thing with the first game where Miles is in cutscenes. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. I. I don't I agree that um Miles was sidelined. Like a lot of his missions were focused on like getting museum parts and things yeah. like that and still helping Harlem in a way, which we saw a lot of that already in Miles Morales. So I don't think that was really needed here. Yeah, I that was like honestly
2: the coolest couldn't... part of of Miles' story for me was like, Oh cool, it's Charlie Parker's injury They stole Charlie Parker's shit. We gotta go get back at- Charlie Parker, jazz legend. Um, but uh that was like the coolest, the most standout part of Miles' story for me. Like
1: but I Unfortunately. do th- I do think they could have leaned a little bit more into, like, where Miles was going because he did seem like he was consumed by re- revenge for a moment, especially when he was supposed to save people, but he was more focused on getting leave from the helicopter when the hunters were taking him away. Um, but I also don't dislike the idea of Miles making better decisions than Peter at this point and not having to face those consequences because he does have more support. Like, he literally has Peter, and he has his mom, and he has, like this girl and he just has a lot of people to kind of shepherd him in the right way. Um, but I don't think that we're, you know, we're completely done. I mean, at some point in Spider-Man 3, Miles is going to have to do things on his own and I I I don't think th- this is the end for seeing Miles like having to make decisions on his own and make mistakes. I just don't think this was the time because I feel like the focus should have been more on Peter. I just I, like you said, it, then why even have Miles in the game if they're not gonna? Well, as make a playable him, character, yeah. As a playable character, yeah. Um, if they're not gonna focus on him more, um, and, and I and I I did want to play as Miles more. I did want to learn more about Miles, but I guess that was Miles Morales' opportunity, like the last you know standalone game to get to know him. And this was, you know, I felt like they didn't want to take away from Peter's story, and that's why yeah. he felt sidelined.
0: Yeah, but that that's the thing, is like, I don't know, going into this game, I really expected this to be a, a narrative that focused really heavily on both of them as Spider-Man, and it really, we really didn't get that. We really got a narrative that focused mostly on Peter and had something for Miles to do throughout it. Yeah. And, and I, 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 it, I just, I can't help but feel a little disappointed in that.
2: And it's a shame, because I've yet to see a Miles Morales story in any medium that really made me care about. <laughs> but when they set up that kind of impulse for revenge, you know, in the beginning with that scene that I talked about, you know, just a few minutes ago, I was excited because that's a cool arc. I would I would have really liked that if he actually like started going rogue or disobeying Peter or did things that you know had consequences, but they just never
0: Yeah, but to Delilah's point, there. like I, I he's not he he not he's not really that kind of character, right? He's not really that he doesn't really
2: have like those questionable morals like that. Where like I do like but the angle the, of the point that's the point is by the end of the game he overcomes it it's an arc
0: yeah no, that's fair that's fair I do like the idea of i I really like the idea of him making the wrong decision and it causing someone to die I like the I like the decision of him making it gives him or the a flaw. the idea of him making of him making a mistake and he has to grow from that he has to learn from that. Yeah, it um, gives him a
2: flaw. It just makes him more interesting. Yeah. But that's really all I was looking for, but... No, 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 yeah, I get that. As and, it stands know. for most of the game, he's like the one that comes in and saves Peter all the time. And it's like, and it's like yeah, at the end of the game when Peter says, why do why does the city need Spider-Man when they have you? It's like, the way it's portrayed, yeah, apparently Miles Morales doesn't have any character flaws. He's perfectly, uh, with the exception that apparently his... I, I never knew this about Miles Morales until this game, and I... I paused the game and started laughing hysterically what? when I realized that his father's name is Jefferson Davis. Um, if you figured that out in the first game, Jason. I, Well, I, I like I said, I barely remember the first game, oh, okay. but like, I never knew that miles Morales and I had to look this up that his father is canonically in the comics, Jefferson Davis.
0: Yeah. Oh well, my why, God. Is that, why is that so funny?
2: Because Jefferson Davis was the president of the Confederacy in the civil war.
0: Oh, uh, fair enough
2: yeah fair enough so i I was just like what like they had to have known that and this isn't even on insomniac this is just marvel writers no this this goes back to the character's creation like did they just not know that when they made the character i don't know were were they just like well we can't do my we can't have our character named miles davis What's like, but we want to have Davis so that people can think Miles Davis. What's a cool name to go with Davis? What about Jefferson? Yeah, that's a great. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway, side note: I just found that fucking historical when I found that out because I never knew that before I played this game. Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: All right. Do we do we have anything else to talk about the the two Spider Men, as it were, before we move on to some other characters?
1: What did you think of his suit?
2: Oh, <laughs> thank You're you. Talking, are you the talking Adidas about Adidas the one at the end?
1: Suit?
2: You're talking yeah. about the one at the end? The Adidas yeah. one? That, yeah. Yeah, that suit is ass. <laughs> First of all, you realize the point of a mask is to conceal, you know, your identity. Yeah. So having a mask that shows your full hair kind of defeats the purpose of fucking having a mask. I mean, I understand that it was product placement for Adidas, but like still. Yeah, it kind of was product I placement I would have liked the... For Adidas
1: suit more if it didn't have the hair exposed as well, and then I could have gotten behind it.
0: Yeah. I just, like, I do find the whole line, like, it was time for a Miles Morales original. Like, he built his own suit. Twice! (laughs) Why? Like, (laughs) What was the point of that That line was there just to justify him changing to a new suit? And I guess they just really wanted to make him have a new suit when Peter got a new suit in the the black suit and the anti-venom suit. um, So I guess they just, they wanted to make up for that, but I don't know. Yeah, I, it was kind of, it's not my favorite design for Miles, for sure.
1: <laughs> I did like the way you see the electricity going through where the adidas lines should be i thought that was cool
0: yeah and the hoodie i love
1: hoodies so
0: yep by the way if you like those sneaks you can purchase them right now at (laughs) adidas.com damn Uh, if they're if they're not sold out i don't know um this also isn't the first time they've done an adidas collaboration they did that for miles morales as well like the miles morales Mm -hmm. game uh he was wearing adidas shoes in that game that you could also purchase um yeah you know, it's kind of a shame. The Wheaties, the Wheaties box wasn't in the game, though.
1: <laughs> you guys, yeah. Did you guys see
0: the Wheaties? No. There was a special edition Wheaties box.
1: It it was too expensive.
0: Yeah. I, $50 I'm, for
1: cereal, get out of here.
0: I'm I'm a sucker. I bought it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're crazy. I,
0: I bought the stupid cereal.
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> um but anyway. <laughs> Uh, we, we talked a bit about MJ. Um, I think playing as her was a little more tolerable in this one because they actually gave her like a weapon.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So you like you could get a little more creative with your with your stealth thing as her. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to play as
2: MJ as much Hon- as I want the other two. I felt like giving her the weapon and then just the little line. Oh, I've been training with Sable and then she can one shot every enemy and not. Even have to sneak, you can just run. Enemies can look directly at you and nothing happens. Oh, Um, I I found it harder than that. Like, you you did have to be, like, a little strategic, I think. Again, like, just listening to that interview of the director talking about how they decided to just double down because people didn't like it, like, there was no reason for these Mary Jane sections to be in the game. Uh, Honestly, use that time to actually develop Miles and Peter. Yeah, Her gun, other characters
1: we one-shotted the symbiotes and i was like how i'd like literally right. have to All punch right. them for hours because
0: he, he added yes. a sonic uh a sonic adjust a, attachment to it yes. yeah
1: but even spider-man his, like, spider-man sonic canonically can't
2: yeah spider-man canonically him. can punch a man's head off he has to withhold his strength to not kill the criminals he's hunting down and yet you have to engage in like three or four or five hit combos to take down these things even when you even when you become anti-venom yet she yeah, can like we'll, one shot we'll, these things we'll talk
0: about yeah we'll talk about the combat later for sure um but i don't know man like she's got like speakers in her stun gun now I, that 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 works to kill the symbiotes i'm being facetious by the way i'm not yes i know i'm not <laughs> like, i'm not actually sitting here trying to justify it
1: it's hard to justify when I have a fully upgraded Miles and Peter and she's still taking them out much easier. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I don't mind MJ being like a different MJ from the comics or a different MJ from the MCU. Yeah, that, neither do I. Totally fine. I mm-hmm. just feel like, especially when you're about to do the point of no return and she's the first character you play with, right. it just brought me down rather than up. Um, And I like that she had a bigger role in this, sure, no doubt. But I, I don't feel like she needed to be a playable character unless they're trying to build her to be a playable character in the future, which would be a whole other conversation.
2: It's just it's just weird because in in the comics, Mary Jane is an extremely successful model who becomes an extremely successful actress who then becomes an extremely successful executive businesswoman essentially bankrolls peter parker she says i don't know what the term is, baby mom or whatever she's like she she makes all the money so that he can go be spider-man and doesn't have to worry mama. about a job she's like and they talk about making her playable you, to make her you know more have her more um what's the word have her have more agency but she has a shit ton of agency in the comics she's just not involved in fucking superhero shit she's like and the whole point of her character in the comics is that while she's outwardly very confident, she has a lot of demons in her closet because of her upbringing, and Peter fills that gap, and they fill each other's gaps. You know, good relationship. It's why it's the most long-standing one. Yeah. In this one, she's basically doing what Peter would normally be doing, struggling with a job, which... Again, take that out and put in more stuff with Peter and Miles to f- develop them.
0: Well, I think they, yeah, I I mean, I, they wanted to go for a different MJ, and I guess they did kind of want to backfill, like, Peter's... She's basically
2: kind of lowest Lane here, like, it's it's weird. I
0: mean, you heard it here first, the Spider-Man 2 is the best Superman game we've ever gotten.
1: <laughs> yeah, with that wingsuit. <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs>
0: Superman 64, I'm a diehard supporter. <laughs> He's not Yeah, there's not much competition, to be fair, but, you know. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know. I didn't have as many problems with MJ as a character, Um, but playing as her, I, I could take her leave. I, yeah. I, it was an improvement from the first game, but, yeah, it's it definitely slows down the pace, for sure.
1: Her becoming Scream was super unexpected, though. Yeah,
0: that was unexpected. I also didn't know that Scream was a thing. I had no idea... What I that confused
1: Scream with Shriek when I was doing this playthrough who's like I don't even Carthage's, know what's... The...
2: Right. Yeah, no. Nah, like uh, it's a woman,
1: and yeah. she's like loud and annoying and I was right. like oh she could like she shouldn't be a symbiote She she should like help fight them because of her her sonic voice scream thingy. But then I I confused the character. She's actually supposed to be technically like Carnage's daughter or something like that.
2: Yeah, a lot of this is weird if like Delilah obviously you seem to I've watched the cartoons or read the comics, so you're kind of like me, like you, you, you have some it's knowledge so long of like ago the that background. I barely
1: remember them. But yeah,
2: like a lot of this is weird because Eddie Brock isn't Eddie Brock is Venom for those who don't know, um, traditionally, typically, least. traditionally, typically. Yeah. So there's a whole and Venom has his own comic sub universe within the Spider Man universe. So a lot of that stuff is like characters that are traditionally tied to the Venom stories that they're now kind of integrating into a Spider Man story with harry as venom so that's uh, there's a lot of like confusing yeah
1: sorry okay. but yeah that was surprising
2: yeah was I, cool. I i
0: definitely wasn't expecting it and like i said i had no idea who the character was
1: it just makes me think where well, they're going with mj i feel like they're trying to do something bigger with her but if they're going to do something big with miles and then they're going to have silk around then they can't also focus on mj that's just too much Unless they just keep going with these games and these spinoffs, which I, MJ spinoff they, will piss people off.
0: <laughs> if they keep if they keep selling as well as they sell, you know, they probably will keep going with it. Yeah, it seems like Insomniac likes doing them enough. But you know, we'll talk about the potential the the potential future of Insomniac uh, at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. Um. Well let's talk about a little bit about Harry, a little bit more about Harry. Um cuz th- this whole heal the world thing I felt was kind of like a flimsy plot device. Um they talk about like how Peter and his project in school was this whole th- th- like his mom named it heal the world, but we never really find out what that project was. And it seems like that was just kind of like a like what, a way to cure world hunger or cancer or something like they never really like explain what does this whole heal the world project mean what is the emily may foundation planning to do like in as a whole like it's doing a lot of things that could supposedly help the world but like what is the what is their overall focus what is their overall end goal and it's just like it it seemed like it was a whole like it was kind of like a slogan for the character to play into his transformation as Venom, and or into Venom, and then you know the whole conclusion that we talked about in the ending section at the beginning of the episode. Um, yeah, what were your guys' thoughts on Harry?
1: Um, honestly, Harry is so unlikable in my opinion. At least this version of Harry. Um, even, actually, he was more likable when he started to become Venom, and he, like, takes his, like, symbiote to, like, pick up the tea and, like, serve it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But, like, before that, I don't know, he was just kind of annoying. He felt very, uh, he kind of, like, jealous of Peter and Peter's relationship with Miles for, like, no reason. And I feel like he was, like, just shady all the time, even though, like, they're best friends, and they definitely depicted that clearly when... The symbiote was passed on to Peter to save him. Um, I just, I don't know. I didn't like Harry. He just annoyed me. I, I feel like I might be alone on that, though.
0: No, I, I, I kind of got, I don't know, I got like a vibe from him the entire game where, it, like, I, I don't know that I did ever really believe them as best friends. Like, in the section where you play as them as kids, I kind of did, but their reunion just... I, it, 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 it was, it had it had its moments when they started playing the Shin song, and they were playing basketball and we were around the school and whatnot, like, yeah. I kind of believed it then, but throughout the game, it just, it always seemed like, I always expected, like, the shoe to drop, and Harry to have, like, ulterior motives for pe- pulling Peter in, um, or, or even for him to, like, maybe the symbiote's affecting him in some way, and it, it's making him more sinister than he appears, but, like, even the symbiote being attached to harry didn't make a ton of sense to me in the sense that he never really got negative in the way that the symbiote brings that out in you until it, recla- it he reclaimed it in, in the at the end of the second act and became venom like he just seemed like normal harry the entire time and there was the whole thing with Dr. Connors, like when Peter has, it, he's like, oh, you got to destroy it. You got to destroy it. You you shouldn't have that. And it's like, well, why the fuck did you use it on Harry then? And why did you let him keep it? Like, it just doesn't really add up. It doesn't really make sense.
1: Yeah. And also Harry just like peer pressuring Peter to work for the a- a- may. Oh, my God.
0: Peter, you know, you <laughs> want to save the bees. You know, you want to do it. <laughs>
1: in that foundation. You know you want to charge some bicycles. He's like, oh do it for my dead mom and your dead aunt. Like I mean come on. T-
0: I, I personally I thought that segment was also pretty cool because it was like it was like look you can finally you can finally have the funding. You can finally do good for the world that you know, unbeknownst to Harry doesn't involve being Spider Man. And you don't have to scrounge and suffer for anything. Like we, I will take care of you. The, the Oz, OzCorp, I guess, would take care of him, but like not Oscorp directly. So he feels a little better about it. It's like, it's like that subsidiary of Nestle that's like you know doing good things, but they're still owned by Nestle.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Again, it's again, it's um, it's just another victim of not enough time, and they gotta rush and put in. Harry has some really awkward dialogue, especially in the Coney Island scene like subtext message to insomnia well, writers like to, he to be fair
0: he was third wheeling the whole time you'd no, be know, awkward too if you were third no, no, wheeling, third
1: wheeling well, with someone no, no. He. i I, like... I don't i don't mean awkward like that
2: <laughs> i mean <laughs> awkward like he literally says he literally says to peter this is the best night of my life and then as they get off the ride do you guys realize in another universe i wouldn't be here i would be like dead it's like yes we get that subtext is running I mean, through the scene. To, to, you to don't need fair. to vocalize it.
0: Jason. Jason. He's been he's been asleep in a tank for like two years. You'd be a I little know. socially awkward too if you came <laughs> out of a tank, went to Coney Island <laughs> with your best friend, and we're like, just mm, the best old time.
2: I know. Just <laughs> just something another thing that I laughed at for the wrong reason. But like it, honestly, the bigger issue is like you said, he kind of just switches on a dime um and becomes like super dark after having this whole like section of the game where it looks like he wants to team up with spider-man and be a hero too and and then suddenly he doesn't have the symbiote and like he's jealous and dying and, and i can see what they're trying to do with harry he's he's obviously <laughs> a foil to craven um, yeah um where they're both facing death and the two ways that they kind of approach it um but but I agree that they didn't do a very good job of setting up the whole save save the world thing um, it was just like kind of another thing that needed more time the story overall needed to pick like a few of these things and focus on them because you also have like a whole arc you mentioned Dr. Connors a whole arc about or not arc just running the theme of yeah villains, just like a, a couple
0: themselves. quests yeah uh,
2: and, and and it's also like stuck like with tombstone into the main story of like villains who have redeemed themselves i actually and really
0: liked that i really liked that i like, like it as an idea it's just there's yeah. already
2: so much shit going on that isn't getting i mean to really be fair i don't out. think
0: i don't think a reformed to- tombstone was was intended or needed to do much more than it did i th- i think it it accomplished all it needed to and the, the segments that it was included with um. Personally, I I don't, I don't know. Maybe you think it needed. I mean, more. we can't
1: focus on everyone all the time. There's so many of these characters, and not yeah. in the game, but just in the universe. Yeah, um, I, th- I just that, like the what idea.
2: You of... just pick pick a few things. Because yeah. like we'll talk about Craven, I'm sure. Well, we yeah, should talk about Craven next...
0: now. I think yeah, we we'll talk about pra- Craven now. Probably the most interesting
2: <laughs> part of the game, and he's, a, he's essentially just a plot facilitator by the end of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, his whole motivation was his motivation was overall pretty simple. He he was dying of cancer. He wanted to he wanted to go out in glorious battle versus in sickly death, and saw, hey, this New York place—it's a bustling town full of big fucking weirdos like me. Let's go <laughs> fight them. But
2: well, um, we're not going to fight the Avengers or Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I uh I thought it was fucking crazy that he killed like every, almost every villain from the first game.
1: Yeah, the I whole the six.
2: Like yeah, like but to do that off screen, like at least have a short cutscene showing us one by one him taking them out. Like interest cutscenes, interspersed. I forget did we see him kill Scorpion? Nope. Just Scorp. Yeah. Oh wait, no, no, no. Hold on. Yes, we did. I, I think we just saw scorpion. him kill one of them. Just okay. Just okay.
1: Scorpion.
2: But yeah, but the, it, I think Ultra Electro that, like, all Shocker. Of them died
1: we didn't see no. we just saw like the parts in the where where he would had the yeah
0: we get we go into like a base and it's just like oh here's a piece of so-and-so's suit i guess he fucked them oh it was it was when i think uh it was sneaking around like a camp or something it was when mary jane was sneaking around i think the camp that she saw like oh my god yes yes he fucking he fucking killed electro and vulture and shocker and all these other dudes
2: the sinister um, 6. Yeah, that Yeah, near, the near
0: and... nearly all of the sinister 6. The only ones that he didn't kill were uh Martin Lee and uh Otto cuz Otto yeah. didn't escape. Um talking about, you know, this continuity sinister 6, Jason, not like the traditional sinister 6. Right. Yeah.
1: Um also I, i'm i'm trying to remember this correctly but if you do the hunter side quest which i'm only saying it because it relates to craven and his story about his family yeah you you find out that like he he gave no shits about his family his main focus was to just find the right predator to like take it take his life yeah in he, ki- way.
0: he killed his whole family didn't he I,
1: I thought that was his daughter that killed the whole family and uh whatever a crash Uh, or whatever
0: no i thought i thought he killed them but i could be mistaken i kind of like i don't know that wasn't like a big reveal that like rippled through me
1: it was it was over like a comms and yeah i I think i remember like the daughter being the one who who killed the mom and the brother
0: okay you you might be right yeah and then did what did he kill this her too no i think she's
1: just alive like
0: Uh, okay
1: yeah i think i could be wrong correct me in the comments
0: I don't, I don't know if this is set up for something further, but there was also the, the side quest line where you chase the robot birds through their wind tunnels or whatever, and that mm-hmm. leads you to Chameleon's apartment.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: I don't know if that's set up for more, or if that, if that's just like, hey, teasing Chameleon's around, he's the, he's related to Craven. he's his half-brother or whatever. Yeah, like, um, they- yeah.
1: They might do like a Sandman thing with Chameleon in Spider Man Three where it's not like it's just like a thing that you experience, but it's not the focus of the story. He's not the yeah. main villain or anything.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um I really liked the segment where you're you're pretending to be a uh, a waiter in like the lodge that he's staying at. And uh Peter has to like deliver a hunk of meat to his pet tiger,
1: oh my God, yes, I um, love that. Uh, you could pet the tiger too. I was so happy <laughs> like,
2: the sequence, the sequence itself and i and I guess this is just another one of those like things that could have been boiled down into a quick cutscene, but like the sequence itself was fun of of all the of all of kind of the weird more cinematic sections. This is probably the one I had the least problem with in theory in practice, I encountered a game-breaking or a game-blocking, progress-blocking bug uh, Uh where it wouldn't let me do the latch to go over. There's a part where you have to um, shoot the web-connecting thing and walk over the table to get the whatever from the table, the meat for the tiger or whatever, Um, and it wouldn't let me shoot the thing onto that wall. Apparently, a lot of people had this. This is like a pretty common... One, and I was basically for like two hours on the oh internet trying to figure out if I was oh, doing something geez. wrong. So I eventually just had to um, load from the last checkpoint. Okay. But wow, I just Simple had a fix. bad experience. Yeah, but uh, um, I, I mean, yeah. in in theory, it was a cool scene. Um, uh, but again, like Craven is such a cool character in Marvel generally that I just felt like he was kind of wasted here because there's so much... Going yeah, on. I
0: mean, he 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 kind of like he he was he kind of acted like Martin Lee in the first one, where Martin Lee was kind of teased as like the big villain. You take him down about halfway through, and then the real big bad emerges. Um, except Martin Lee still kind of reemerged when the real big bad emerged in that game. Uh, Craven dies halfway through, <laughs> right? Exactly, or not halfway through, but at the end of Act Two, when when Venom
2: when Venom is fully alive. Yeah, which um, honestly, like, it was probably one of my favorite. Like, I, I didn't have a problem necessarily with Venom just biting his head off the way he did. Honestly, mm-hmm. I felt like it was one of the coolest parts of the story. Mm-hmm. Although, at the same time, but then again, you have Harry, so you got to do something with Harry. Again, too much shit yeah. going on. It would have been more, made more sense to maybe pare it down and have Craven ultimately become Venom it's fucking super I thought strong they might have
1: gone that direction because yeah. it hey. seemed like he was playing with the symbiote a lot when you know when peter had it um and i thought they might have gone that direction but i guess i guess him fighting it was more his thing than becoming it because like you said he unlike harry he's not interested in like fighting this or like Finding a way to live with cancer or whatever he he was more trying to find something to kill him gloriously, so I guess it would have been out of character if he did essentially become venom, but I thought mm, that I thought yeah. they might have been going that direction at one point too
2: and yeah like he's he's ultimately supposed to be a foil for Harry, but again, but what does that foil serve to the ultimate story I don't know
1: because they- So many characters in Spider-Man that use these powers to get over their limp leg, or their aging process, or their dying (laughs) process, and it's finally cool to have one who's just like, no, I'm gonna keep this, and I'm gonna like kill everyone, and wait until someone's worthy enough to kill me, and just fight. (laughs) You know? Yeah,
2: I I, I almost—it almost makes me wish with the way you know Mark alluded to earlier. Quickly, the Peter Parker Venom Mark kind of sorts itself out within an hour. He snaps and then goes back and how venom is really only like a prevalent thing in the last few hours of the story it almost makes me yeah. wish that they had held on to that card and focused more on craven and tried to focus the story down more on something i don't know yeah. what but like
0: i mean with with the fact that we got venom in this game though i wish we got more of him because i feel like venom really emerges really late in the game and we don't spend a whole lot of time dealing with him um i was blown away by the segment where you play as him
2: yeah it oh was the, it was God, the best was part so of the
1: unexpected. game
2: gameplay wise the venom section where you play as him was the best part by far yeah that was really fucking cool and
1: so cool. totally
2: unexpected
0: and i was like damn this is fucking wicked sick
1: yeah definitely um, the best part of the game
2: which is why yeah. I, I felt like even though even though i lament that craven was kind of for all intents and tons of purposes wasted um the way he gets killed by venom is, sat- is satisfying and to that gameplay segment it, the, yeah, it, was, it was by was far the satisfying. best part of the game in my opinion
1: especially in Times square like what a cool arena to have this right. epic battle in um i don't i by the way i don't feel like craven was wasted but i do like the idea of them putting more cutscenes of him actually killing these uh the sinister sticks yeah i, and, I like that too yeah seeing Rather- more of his
2: Yeah. Yeah, it feels weird, like such prominent members of Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery. It feels weird just having them die off-screen unceremoniously. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that.
0: Totally.
2: Um, what was I gonna? I was gonna say something about that. Oh yeah. I mean,
0: I just, I think, I forget where I read this, and I think this is a great suggestion. Um, but I can't give whoever, I unfortunately can't give credit to whoever I saw, uh, say this. Um, with how Kraven and Venom are just, like, kind of in the city somewhere, I think it was kind of, it would have been really cool if while moving around the city, they were out there and could, like, ambush you or something, and you'd have to do a quick fight before they'd, like, get away. Um, just to make them a little more prevalent in the story and actually give them, or, like, in the game, really, in the game world, um, and give you a little more time fighting
2: against them. To make yeah. the open world more dynamic, yeah, yeah, cool idea.
0: like I, I think they, we'll talk about this a little in a little bit. I think they really improved the crime system in in with this game. I think it was it's way better because it's not treated as they're not treated as collectibles. They're just treated as dynamic events, right. uh, which I think yeah. is the correct way to go about doing crimes in the city. But with these villains, I think it it would have been really cool to have them like ambush and attack you while you're going around the city um especially in the case of venom where like at least craven you know he has like a lair so to speak does venom where's his lair where is he throughout the the where is he in between story missions when you're not interacting with him right you he's know a like
2: a fucking army yeah
0: yeah like i don't know I, I i i think that would have been a way to maybe alleviate the the lack of venom in the last third of the game um because he's introduced and I feel like you just don't see him as a threat a, a, a whole lot. It's just like, we got to save Harry. It's like, well, no, you don't just got to save Harry. You got to stop Venom. That's like kind of the bigger thing. I don't know. I, just, I feel like I feel like I I wanted more time with Venom. I feel like introducing him in the last third of the game was kind of that was a waste. I don't think Craven was entirely wasted, but I think
2: Venom kind of was. Well, when I say he's wasted, I, I, I more mean just going back. I am sorry to myself going back to the idea that it's just a bloated story for the amount of time that they gave it. If they'd they'd put more time, it made the main campaign longer, I think they could have really done something uh special with it. But for the amount of time that they were giving the campaign, about ten hours, you needed to pick Craven or Venom. Hmm. And honestly, I think it would have been a better idea to hold on to the Venom card. Um for Yeah, but after three. after
0: teasing it after teasing it at the end of one, there was no way they were gonna hold on to it. I, I know, you know, but but it, it, Craven Craven was kind of treated as the as the starter the starter villain. He just never really got to have. Yeah, he was like that plot facilitators. Yeah, the no, plot plot is a decent way to describe him. Um, one more, not one more. We have a bunch of a bunch more characters to talk about. We gotta we gotta speed through some of these. Uh, I want to talk about the flame side quests. It's probably the most major side quest line there was, and this is what kind of reintroduces Yuri. Uh, what did you guys think of Yuri as Wraith
1: boss fight? That was really cool fighting her.
0: Yeah, that was cool. She's um, got a, she's got a, 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 an even more nasty attitude than she did in the first. Yeah, one.
1: I love that she. <laughs> brought back the spider cop how she how yeah she kill him. That, that had me dying that was um so good.
0: i can't remember in our spider-man one episode did we also cover the dlc for that no okay because the dlc was what kind of explains why yuri's in the state that she's in
1: yeah
2: like that yeah, she, that that they they, sh- they really should have had so when i started this game this game gives you an option to so... Do a recap, and I had to do that because I had, had almost yeah. no memory. Right, I, I didn't even remember Yuri at all from the first game. So when this storyline started, I was kind of like, "Who the fuck are you again?"
0: Well, that's because it, yeah, it happens in the DLC, and I don't think that that recap talks about much nope. about the DLC, if at yeah. all. And like the DL, the DLC plot for the first game, it was split into three parts, but it was like one cohesive narrative, and that was. all all centered around Hammerhead, trying to take over the Magia crime families. And Yuri kind of gets, she tries to kill Hammerhead, and that winds up getting her kind of dismissed from the police force. And she starts kind of leaning toward, yeah, she starts leaning toward becoming a vigilante. Uh, And that's where, that's how Wraith's origin story kind of works and how she's kind of reintroduced in this game. Um, but yeah, they did they didn't, they didn't really go over that and kind of like, I I imagine there's a lot of people that didn't play the DLC for the first game. So reintroducing her this without really any additional context is uh, a little questionable for sure.
1: Yeah, I I feel like they were better off exploring Wraith as a side quest in the first Spider-Man game rather than like screwball.
0: Oh god. Well, they they kind of they I mean they they kind of do in the sense that in the third the third DLC chapter um there's like a whole side quest line where you find that she's leaving clues for you around and it ends with Spider-Man talking or Peter talking to her on the phone and she's all broody like, you know, just let me do my thing. Yeah. I'll talk to you later.
2: I mean, yeah. Not to be too blunt about it, but the whole that whole side quest at least from my point of view didn't really serve to do anything for Wraith so much as it was just to tease carnage.
0: Yeah, but- I know. It, it, it well, here's here's where I'm kind of going with this cuz I I have a I don't know, this isn't really a theory, this is more so I think this would be really cool. Um and what I kind of want to ask you guys is, yeah, there was the tease of Carnage, the Flame. The the guy that was calling himself the Flame is Cletus Cassidy, and he steals a symbiote. Clearly, he's going for Carnage. Um, do you think Carnage is going to be explored in a DLC in oh, Spider not a DLC. in Spider Man Three, or do you think we're going to get a Miles Morales similar game focused around Wraith? Fighting Carnage.
2: I mean, it's again mm-hmm. Carnage is more like I was I was saying earlier. Traditionally, Carnage is more of a Venom thing, um, and is usually tied into like the Venom subverse of the Spider-Man universe. So I don't know. Maybe they'll tie it into a DLC. But I'm, I've I've also heard rumors that apparently it leaked that like there's Daredevil is going to be in the DLC. For well, this game. yeah, we'll we'll talk about that at the yeah. end of the episode. Would you kind of? I desperately hope about. not, but. We'll get to, if we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe. Um. But I, I guess the one thing that would excite me about that is the potential because Carnage is so closely tied to Venom, of perhaps getting more get, uh, Venom gameplay. Um. Mm-hmm. Maybe they introduce Eddie Brock in a DLC with Carnage and explore Carnage more. Um. And we get like a more permanent Venom within this Spider Verse. Either either that, or we get a uh. Yeah. Maybe maybe this a. a proposed standalone mid
0: cool game or whatever similar to miles like we maybe yeah maybe it's a venom game
2: eddie brought us like and we, I, fight I, I, we all agree like, that that venom section was fucking awesome from a, yeah it was from a gameplay and a spectacle perspective yeah, yeah. and insomniac
0: i think it was brian Intihar from insomniac did say that like they'll they're, they'll consider they'll consider making a venom game if if the fans want it and i think the fans do want it let's let's be real um. Yeah. So it, it's possible.
1: Yeah, it just better not be just DLC. Like let it be it's a standalone game or part of Spider-Man 3 because I feel like Carnage is, is too big and like maximum Carnage is such a good comic that they can pull so much cool things from there. Uh that yeah, I I would hope that they don't just make it just a little DLC for Carnage. Did you, you
0: know? did you guys ever play the PS1 Spider-Man game? Yeah. Do you remember how Carnage and and Doc Ock kind of combined to create Monster Rock. No, man, For fucking that. bring Monster Rock back, guys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Have that Carnage Doc Ock team up where they combine. They I mean,
2: look, we speculated, or I speculated, I think Delilah agreed in the beginning that they might be going toward, or probably going towards a superior Spider-Man yeah. um, storyline, and them teasing Carnage might be that. It ends up being precisely what you just said that yeah. in his attempts to continue taking over Spider-Man, he accidentally is fused with Carnage. This so will bring my
0: my uh, Spider-Man nostalgia full circle because I played right. that PS1 game way too much as a kid. Um, <laughs> but um, other the only other per the other other villain. Oh, there's a couple villains here that we we haven't talked about yet. Uh, that could be worth talking about. Uh, we we kind of talked about Martin Lee and he his, his kind of presumed redemption. Um, I think that was like a decent arc for him. Nothing too major, nothing too substantial, but uh, uh, Jason looks like he has, thoughts.
2: It's, not so much Martin has Lee. thoughts. it's not so much Martin Lee. Like the Martin Lee stuff was fine. If not, like, again, this just ties back to what we were talking about with Miles Morales. It's all just a bit rushed, that arc. I wish it had been fleshed out more with You know, Miles going more through it, but again, it goes back to really should have just been a Spider-Man two and then a Miles Morales two, um, rather Mm -hmm. than both of them in one game. Uh, But regardless, I'm I was more just the whole all these villains redeeming themselves, um, which is hard to reconcile when Sandman is killing hundreds of thousands of people in the beginning of the game, and Peter and Miles are like more worried about. They they try uh, to Santa like st- and the actual people that they are being try to killed. like establish that as like his mind is like fractured or whatever. Yeah, right? I know. But like just in general with all the like they do it with Mysterio, they do it with Doctor Connors. Like these people are fucking mass murderers. Like <laughs> yeah. so, it's just a bit hard to reconcile that. But I, I like and, and again I don't understand why they had to consistently focus on that when there are other things that needed more focusing on. But, mm-hmm. like, for Martin Lee, in that case, given what they were trying to do with Miles, but didn't really set up or pay off too well. Like, it's it's fine character arc on paper. I just don't feel, again, just wasn't enough time to, like, fully explore it.
1: Yeah, okay. I think for Miles' sake, it would have been better to focus on on Martin Lee a little bit more. But for Martin Lee alone, I think we got enough of his character in the first game. Okay. And, yeah. Um, but the talking about the Mysterio side mission that boss fight was super cool in the snow globe I really enjoyed that I didn't think that that, that side quest line was going to have such a payout and um, I like how they played with like oh is Mysterio being a bad guy or is he uh, like what's going on there and it turns out like he was just being his powers were being used for like amusement and um, like the, those women were using his power to get financial gain building yeah. this attraction
0: like, he was, he was, he was a reformed, he was reformed, but he was kind of being uh, manipulated um, yeah. by, I guess, people arguably worse than him now. Um, which was, it was interesting, you know, listening to the audio tapes that you'd get after each Mysterium and kind of inching toward that, the the solution to that mystery was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... On on the topic of the Mysteriums, did, like it, ver- those versus like the past challenge rooms that they've kind of given us in these games, like did you think that they were a fun challenge, a good diversion?
1: I really like the first and the last one. I feel like the in between okay. like challenges they just don't do anything for me really. Okay, like I there feel was like...
0: one that kind of annoyed the shit out of me.
2: Overall, I thought they were kind of easy. I, mean, I didn't yeah. engage with the the optional ones. Much, but I really fucking hated the DJ, the main story part you have to do with Miles, the DJ section.
1: I thought that it's was like,
2: so cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I that
0: I, I think it just it went just on too long. Too long, yeah, yeah. It
1: like yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like yeah, it was like kind of like the weird rhythm game that like you used to get in like a Jack and Daxter game that's just yeah. there for a mission and then never shows up again. Um. Yeah, it it just went on too long for me. I I'll, I'll agree with that.
1: I like I like how Trippy it was. I like the arenas. They look really cool.
0: Mm. Uh the only other character I have listed here that we didn't really talk about is uh the one that Delilah has been alluding to, who is Delilah.
1: <laughs> who is also an assassin.
0: Yeah. Um I this also fell flat for me. I had no idea who the hell this chick was. Um, this is the conclusion of the spider collecting all the spider bots and finding out where they're coming from, and a big hole opens up that leads to a different dimension and this this chick Delilah, not our Delilah, a different delilah, spelled differently too. um starts talking about rogue spider bots and wanting them, and she's animated like the spider verse movies because she was apparently cut from across the spider verse. There was supposed to be a scene with her in that movie, and she was cut for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, she mentions Miguel O'Hara and then disappears. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, this this whole thing fell flat for me. I, which is disappointing because I love those Spider Verse movies, and I I love how much love they've been giving all kinds of sectors of Spider history and how the advanced suit has appeared in both of those movies uh so clearly they're showing some love to Insomniac this reveal yeah. was just kind of like it just felt like recycled content from that movie that was presented without context it was just kind of weird
1: mind it is like a little reward connecting the universes for doing this little side quest once again it's better than just collecting it for collecting it's sake i felt like it was yeah just I, just
0: little. that is one thing i'll say about the collectibles is that they were far better in this game than they were in the past two. Yeah. Because they just, they weren't just things to collect for the sake of collecting a thing. It was, it was, they were more meaningful than that. Yeah. Um, at least largely. And there were less of them too. It's not like you had 55 spider bots to collect. It was a lot of spider bots, but not like 55 backpacks that kind of just give you a a line of dialogue from Peter.
1: Totally. Um,
2: uh one so. real quick, I, I just realized one name that you left off here on notes. What's on um, and one of one of the characters that I was actually very happy with how they uh presented her in terms of adapting oh, Black, uh, Black Cat. Hat, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess I didn't um, I didn't put a I was a little Black disappointed that it was a Miles mission, considering Miles has nothing to do with Black Cat. That's all Peter, but whatever. So the depiction of Black Cat here and also the tease you get at the end with Doctor Strange. Well, technically Wong, but obviously it's meant to imply that Doctor Strange is active in this universe. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I liked that mission with her. I liked the depiction of her. Very faithful to Black Cat. Um, You
0: might enjoy the DLC for the first game then, Jason, because the the first chapter of the first game's DLC is all about Black Cat.
2: Oh. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm... Probably, d- just throwing probably, it out there you yeah. you might
0: enjoy it
1: I actually liked her presentation more in this game than in, in the dlc mm. um but i love how they use the rift apart technology in this mission
2: yeah yeah that really so cool the power of the ps5 for, uh, yeah. yeah for the doctor strange the portal well she she's stealing an artifact that is very clearly magical and then at the end you get the little letter through the portal from yeah. Wong. It, it, it's just the fact that you get that instant
0: load going through a circle and you're in a completely different environment. Frankly, th- yeah. this game really is like a fucking technical marvel. Um, yeah. it blew It blew my goddamn mind when I opened the map. And I wasn't using fast travel because it's like, traversal's fun. I might as well it just is, swing yeah. and fly everywhere. But if you go into your map and you point to a place with your cursor and then you press Can and you hold fast the fast travel, travel button... Yeah. You immediately like the camera just swoops down into the map and you're there. Yeah. Like instantaneously. Fucking crazy. How did they do that? That's it's nuts. So That's so nuts. Yeah. Um and yeah, Insomniac really cool like is they really are like the champions of the PlayStation right now. Uh I, I got to totally. say. It's fucking crazy. Um anyway, yeah, Black Cat that mission was pretty cool. Uh, do you guys think that she really had a girlfriend in Paris, or was
2: she just trying to escape? Don't really need to know. That's one of the cool parts of the characters is how she is like that. That's fair. I mean, I mean yeah. like, technically, canonically, she is bisexual, so, like, her having a girlfriend, like, would make sense. Like, Oh, I'm not I'm not yeah.
0: questioning her sexuality. I'm just questioning, did she lie about having no, no. a partner in Paris? No,
2: no, no. no. I, I didn't mean, like, you were questioning her sexuality. I just yeah, think, I like, gotcha. It, it it is a feasible thing, but also she could have very well just been fucking around to get away. Let yeah, I did again. That Would
1: be a Miles mistake that we've been wanting.
0: Well, it'll it it's only a mistake if it has repercussions. Yeah, um, right. And so so if if the next game has us going to Paris because Black Cat lied and she's just fucking around stealing shit there, well now we know Miles <laughs> made a mistake. He made an oopsie. Yeah. Um. Jay, we we talked a little bit about like, uh, I'm kind of going off of characters now I mean, we didn't talk about Genki either and I there's this not really so much weird. to talk about with Genki
2: uh, for me I just want to mention because Genki is in a lot of Eastern European culture it, it's like a not a pet name uh, I don't know what you would call it it's just another name for grandmother um, oh. so every time they say they're like I'm going to talk to Genki and I was like Miles's grandmother is part of this and then it's just like you know his friend at school I'm like you keep calling him grandmother why and it was just very fucking confusing to me but other than that yeah like he doesn't he doesn't really play a major uh, like he's on comms but yeah he doesn't have a major role in the story he's the buddy character
1: at the end when you save him and and Rio um, and he like goes off about how much he loves Miles and like like tells him the truth about all these things he was hiding oh yeah that 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 was was really funny
0: Yeah, that was <laughs> that was really good. Um, okay, I think we can we we can dive into some uh side quests and side stuff, like the like the rest of it and then we can move on to combat and wrap this uh wrap this show mm-hmm. up. Um, some other side quests, like we were talking a little bit about the cultural museum side quest line. That was kind of Miles's quest like side quest line versus Peter's the flame side quest line. I I think Pete Miles once again got kind of got the short end of the stick here um it was a it was a cool side quest line it was shorter and it didn't have like a big story implication or anything it was just miles doing another good thing for his community which
1: yeah
2: we had a whole game about that so right which is like this as cool as you know somebody stealing charlie parker's shit and going to find it is like this could have been like an opportunity but a mission that shows you know miles going off the rails about martin lee or something like that or or just like introduce
0: introduce another more personal villain to miles that's like minor
2: stakes that you could have him this is the problem is that miles really the only like really miles villain is the prowler
1: right
2: that's pretty much it he this is kind of one of the problems with miles is that they really haven't developed like his own rogues gallery has uh, out he. He very much is taking a lot from Spider-Man, which is you know, one of the problems people have with it is he doesn't really have his own thing. I wish he would. I wish he would have his own rogues gallery outside of the Preller. Um, but mm. it also doesn't help his mother his mother is a politician, so like you're essentially Spider-Man is essentially working for a pol- or you know, Miles Morales as Spider-Man is now working for a politician kind of Not it made me feel like working for her. Yes, you are. How? She needs <laughs> you to fix shit in her jurisdiction so Spider-Man comes in. It, it just it I'm I'm being a bit facetious here. It, yeah, okay. Just, okay, all right. <laughs> I will say though, it is kind of weird that she's dating like a few months after her husband died. No,
0: this is like this is like two years later, dude. Oh, is it? I thought it was yeah, supposed to be like yeah. a few months after. Okay. No, no. Like <laughs> Biles Morales was like a few months after the first game. This is like like I think the fall, like the fall semester, the following year.
2: So this is like a year, a year or two later. Okay, but again, also- this, this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Delilah.
1: No, no, go ahead. I'm because I'm pivoting.
2: <laughs> all, all I was gonna say was, like, again, the dynamic with Miles' mother, who, like, we don't really get much. We get like snippets of it. If you had just made a Spider-Man two and then a Miles Morales two, you could have like put a whole lot more time into. You know, her getting into dating and maybe Miles getting pissed that and feeling like she's leaving her father behind or his father behind. You know, I just make feel in, like that make that him into be an Miles, teenager. then.
1: teenager. I don't know. I don't feel like Miles would get pissed about something like that.
2: But it's like his mom. father's death is core to his character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like- but that
0: doesn't mean you're, that, that doesn't mean like, you know, I, I'm just throwing. Mama's got him. needs too, man. <laughs> I,
2: I, I'm just throwing. Yes, obviously. But like, It's just a suggestion to characterize him more, which would require either a longer game here or a separate Miles Morales, two for him. It just goes to the overall issue. I think we are going to get that.
1: I I think we are, for sure. I just have a feeling that that's the direction we're going, is we're going to get more Miles characterization, where he makes mistakes and has consequences and stuff like that. But I feel like he's still like a budding rose, you know?
0: To be fair, we did get Miles making mistakes in the Miles Morales game. Like it's not like he didn't make mistakes and fuck up in that game. That was part of that that whole game's arc for him. True. It's just none, none of those were particularly um Tragic mistakes, right? Like I, I agree with the idea of having him have having made a mistake in this game that would have led to like some deaths or something, because the end result was, or the the end reason behind that mistake was his hatred for Lee or his desire for revenge against Lee. Right, it, it would have made much a much higher really stakes. Cool...
2: It right. would have made a really cool character arc that would have gotten me finally invested in Miles Morales. Yeah. Look,
0: we don't we don't have to keep beating that dead horse though. I I I I going back to his side quest line. I I it was cool, but he still got the the, the short end of the stick. It was cool learning about a lot of African American musicians through that quest line as well. What um, you didn't know about Charlie Parker? No, I knew about Charlie Parker, but there were more people in the museum that you could read about, is what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> of course. <laughs> But anyway, do I not know about Charlie Parker? No, um, he
2: threw a he threw a symbol at a what's this? What I know
0: Jason, I watched Whiplash. I love that movie, <laughs> okay um anyway, other side quest stuff there were like the quests around book Brooklyn Visions, which some of them I thought were really I like the one where you had to help the guy ask the other guy out to homecoming. I thought that was cute um. And then I don't remember any of the others. You had to take some pictures of, like, different clubs or something. I found that one really annoying. And I don't remember any of the other quests for Brooklyn oh, Visions. Oh,
1: so, actually, I I like um, some of the photo quests because it, like, spoke to New York City culture a well, little the, bit. Well, the
0: photo ops I liked, it was just that side quest around Brooklyn Visions where you had to take pictures of, like, clubs or whatever.
1: Yeah. That right.
0: one I didn't like. But I liked the photo ops. I thought that was a, a cool way to reintroduce photography.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that that like they mentioned like chopped cheeses and like just spoke a lot to like New York City culture. I love how when you go to like Coney Island Beach, there's a Sandman hand and they're like having a bonfire party on the Sandman hand. I yeah. thought that was really cool. Um But the but, you know, thinking about that, that quest, as cute as it was to see that guy propose to that guy or whatever, I feel like. Once again, like to Jason's point, that time could have been used to build on the characters that we have or the other the thousands of villains that we have in in this story rather than focusing on some random NPC.
0: I mean, like I said, Miles is all of Miles' side quests. Like they don't. Yeah, they don't move him forward as a character or serve any sort of big narrative purpose. Whereas Peter's did the flame side quest was huge yeah like there the, were, and the, there's a reason a lot of people are talking about that one but not so much the culture and museum side quest line or the brooklyn visions ones yeah um so yeah i i don't i don't necessarily disagree with that
1: that was a long those are some long side quests the, the brooklyn visions ones i was like
0: yeah man, hey, hey uh so this? so as a philly guy what the hell is a chopped cheese
1: oh my god you need to eat a chopped cheese
0: <laughs> what is that like what is what is a chopped cheese
1: It is cheese? basically a burger sandwich so it's chopped oh, up fuck. meat like seasoned like a burger with cheese put into a hero
0: okay a hero yeah. you mean a you mean a, a, hoagie, a hoagie roll a hoagie, okay yeah.
2: okay it's it's uh yeah it's basically um like a cheese stick, but not with the the cheese whip and with ground beef instead of, uh... I'm sorry, that the cheese what? The fucking cheese whip shit they put. I cheese, I, I, I lived in Philly cheese, for a year.
0: Cheese whiz, sir. Whiz, whatever. I, I don't whip. eat it
2: because I don't eat cheese, but... You don't eat cheese? I had a very traumatic experience seeing how cheese is made. Yes.
0: Oh, dear. Girl. Okay. You saw how the <laughs> sausage is made and... Yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough fair we enough have,
1: we, i will get you a chopped cheese one day
0: i you know i i i'm all for it this sounds delicious i'll bring cheese steaks from philly yes. we'll have a great time yes. um I, I maintain you cannot get a you cannot get a I, real true I, I, Philly cheesesteak outside of philadelphia
2: i had a cheesesteak okay. without the cheese and they everybody i i, I, I don't remember if it was paterginos i was at but they gave me a look and i was like dude just please what, like your gotta, friends gotta, did, or the people at the... No, the people... I don't remember if it was Pat or Gino's. It was so. probably Pat's.
0: I'm a Gino's guy. Pat sucks. Throwing it out there, if any of our Pat listeners tastes like are... It's
1: like the generic cheese steak yeah. that you can get from anywhere. Gino's I'm... has, like, this authentic...
0: Oh, Gino's, Gino's rules. I maintain Gino's is a great place. I don't care if it's a tourist trap. I love Gino's. Pat sucks. I've eaten there twice. I will never eat there again. It's garbage, and Same. the people are rude. Um... Just throwing it out there. Any any of our listeners are are Philly, are Philly people, they know what I'm talking about. Um, you better agree with me, otherwise I don't care. Anyway. Um... But
1: I thought this was great because listen, <laughs> New York City, the staples, chopped cheese, bagels, pizza, Chinese food probably. And yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I really <laughs>
0: I like I I was kind of thinking like to myself in the first game they had you taking pictures of landmarks so you took pictures of a lot of a of a lot of buildings and like historical things around New York City bridges and shit like that so I was kind of like are, they're not gonna make us do that again are they and no, they found a really really good alternative instead of taking pictures of the landmarks take pictures of the culture yeah and I I thought that was a really smart way to go about that and and make that into a more interesting collectible mm-hmm. um. So yeah, I, I totally agree. I thought that was really cool. Even as even as a a non-New Yorker, that you know, it's not like I can't understand that the, the how how a city's culture can be and how it can be different and interesting like that.
1: Yeah, for um, sure. I will. I will criticize though in terms of like the open world, which relates to like side quests and exploration. Is this is in October and New York City kind of goes hard for Halloween and fall and like every there's like thousands of pumpkins everywhere and stuff like that. And I, I just felt like they really captured Christmas so well in Miles Morales that having this game take place in October without actually having any Halloween or fall decorations, especially in the s- suburbs of Forest Hills was kind of like a disappointment for me.
0: Yeah, they made they kind of made it happen in the first game, right? You go to a Halloween party in the fir- in the first one.
1: Yeah. But like I it's... would have liked to like swing around and like run into like a pumpkin mm. or something. I don't know. Jason, you well
2: I live. You... yeah, I lived in Forest Hills, not in the uh, suburbs. I've uh I lived by Austin Street, but uh yeah. Um no, I I concur, but again, it's like there are also, like, if, if you really want to be nitpicky about, like, stuff, it's like, in, in many ways, there are aspects of the way the city is presented that are idealized. Like, like they kind of show Harlem. Harlem is very much a gentrified, like, hipster place now. It's not Harlem like you typically think of Harlem. But they kind of preserve it and modernize it as if, if it had stayed the way it was. Like, there's there's lots of little stuff like that. But overall, the geography is, like close enough for a video game i don't need it to be fucking just like new york like like queens like forest hills like looks a little different but like it's fine it's it's the spider-man universe it's like i said in the beginning it's it's kind of like if the idealized version of 60s 70s new york was brought to today yeah um jason did you find your house uh no i'm way for i'm bordering on long island now i I don't live in that yeah Wow, all right. And I don't even live in I live in an apartment complex, but like, oh well, yeah. Find, I, I'm, 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 just, I'm just curious if no, because I, I'm way beyond the boundaries of where the game gotcha. cuts off gotcha. now. He's yeah, out of bounds. They
1: they didn't even show all of Queens, like yeah. like Queens Flushy is like absent.
2: If they had shown like a an approximate, you know, the way the game kind of sized everything, it would have been bigger than the rest of the map if they had done the entirety of Queens.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I get. I get they can't add all of it, but like yeah. it would have been cool to see like Arthur Ashe, like that big like giant globe thingy, and uh, the swinging on that thing would have been cool. Or uh, I don't know Shea Stadium. Uh, I guess may, maybe licensing wise they couldn't have uh, like the you know the baseball field, but
2: yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff that they probably wanted to do, or there's a lot of stuff they could do. It's just licensing, like you said, like like central like you could have a photo op if you're doing culture like central park like i'm pretty sure they have like obviously central park was a set friends for people who don't know what i'm talking about yeah but i'm pretty sure that there is they did actually set up a shop somewhere around central park because there is other stuff you do in central park
1: yeah um
2: but just because of licensing you can't fucking put central park i'm assuming in there yeah probably not um some other
0: small bits of side content to talk to go through real quick. I I didn't really care much for the Symbiote nests. I did like what they did with the Hunter bases. Um the first game just kind of runs into like each faction has like four bases and you go in and there's some challenges to do otherwise you just kill everyone and move on. This like actually had some like busy work that you had to do to to kinda of find the base and scope it out a little bit and then you could go actually go into the bases and kinda of take different approaches to taking everyone out. Um I don't know if you guys uh or I know I know Delilah did because she got the plat. I don't know if Jason if you interacted with any of the Hunter base stuff, but I thought the approach in this game was much better than the first. Or at the very least it was a lot less redundant.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Um, yeah and like Delilah said earlier, um a lot of those side quests build up to things yeah like there was definitely like
0: a small story implication for for at least as far as craven's background and family and whatnot i just think the design of those bases was much better and more improved than the the last two games um because you kind of you kind of do some some investigative work on what the bases are like and then when you go there's a few different things that you can do to actually help you along and I think I actually did one of them entirely in stealth and it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed oh, it.
2: Of course, Stealth is broken in this game, so yeah, you, you <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh this so you broken. could have easily done them all in stealth, but I just jumped in did the combat. I was I yeah. wasn't about the stealth in this game, but we'll talk about that when I'm talking about gameplay, yeah. Yeah. Um I feel like there's not really
0: much to say about the EMF experiment things that you do. That like that was kinda like the replacement for the hairy research stations in the first one and you do kind of the same type of shit. Yeah. Here it's, it's yeah. not, nothing too a crazy. A few of the or...
2: puzzles felt like not, they're not even puzzles. Like there's the one station you go to where you have to find a bunch of pipes around the building and then find a bunch of connectors to water the plant. Yeah. And I felt like they went on for too long, but then there were, but there, there was only like a few of them. Most of them, it was, and the same with like the Prowler stashes. Like yeah. there were a few where the, Puzzle element of it went on a little too long, but for the most part, it was like finding one or two things and doing it real quick and picking up what you need to pick up. I I did like the conclusion of Prowler's whole thing
0: was that he was moving in the same building, yeah, and like trying to reconnect. I thought that I thought that was a wholesome moment and a, a good direction to take for the character.
1: Yeah, also uh, Miles still not trusting him, thinking he's trying to steal his dad's. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, I I, I enjoyed that. Uh, the the last side thing that I want to talk about is Howard. Like,
1: yeah, that was so sad, dude. That was a
0: I... that was a brutal side quest.
2: Jason, did did you do that one? Which one are we talking about? Because ha- Howard is Howard in.
0: the the pigeon guy. No. He wanted you to find. Oh, okay. So he wanted you to find uh, a new home for his pigeons because he was going on a trip. He was he was going on a journey and you 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 the pit you have the pigeons follow you and you swing all around to a bunch of different places and you had the music up, playing. Yeah, I forget what song that was, but it was it was really good. the the the, the use of
2: the use of licensed music in this game was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, had a much it oh had a much during the, uh, during the during the in the beginning of the game during when you go back to the high school. Yeah. Um, they use the same song that gets used a couple times in goodwill hunting which i found fun. i, I laughed just in song i i think so i, oh, I don't it, know i know it was used in scrubs it was used in an episode of scrubs um it's it's when you're in the basketball court and you're shooting hoops it's it's the yeah same yeah music. it's yeah
0: it's uh it's new it's new slang
2: by the by the shins yeah um, i i just was like oh that's the goodwill hunting so i couldn't for the life of me remember who, who actually sang it and um, song it was.
0: but anyway the, 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 you take the pigeons to I think a place in, in Queens and when you go back to Howard to let him know you found a new home for them uh, he had passed away and EMTs were there picking him up
1: yeah uh, that was so sad really
0: sad because Howard Howard is a great guy that you got to connect with in the first one and uh, I, even I a little of, bit I in kind the of second regret not doing mile. that because
2: that sounds very much like a Spider-Man like, like probably my favorite <laughs> ironically my favorite side quest was the fireworks one where the people are illegally sending off fireworks. But they oh, don't yeah, know it. yeah. And it, it just overall, even though it's not really like a, a big story or anything, it it felt like a Spider-Man street level type thing. Like it felt the most yeah, Spider-Man-y I mean. to me. Like you're just going, you initially think you're going to arrest these guys setting off fireworks, then they explode. They, and then you, there's a whole ring of people selling fucked up fireworks. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's a very short Thing, but it was like a very friendly neighborhood Spider Man type, type feel to it, and it sounds like what you guys are talking about with the pigeons—a very similar thing. I kind of regret not encountering that one.
0: There was also that one. I don't know if you did this one, Jason. There was a uh, a rogue robot dog that you kind of reprogram and deliver to a blind woman as a yeah. seeing eye dog. That one was pretty good. Um, or as
2: a service dog, I should say. I, w- I will say a lot of those. A lot of those side quests are like because. They have a very friendly neighborhood Spider Man feel to them. They're kind of perfect as side quests. Yeah.
0: Well, they, and they also have the app, right? They have to have some friendly neighborhood stuff that, that could be delivered through the app. Yeah. Uh, which I, I do think the app is really smart. Um, I would think it was a really smart addition in Miles Morales. I think it's better here. Uh, I, what I was alluding to with the crimes is I, I don't like that crimes were treated as collectibles in the first two. And in here, again, they're just dynamic events. They don't show up in the app like they did in Miles Morales. And I -hmm. think that was smart. Just if you want to engage with them, you can. You don't have to for 100%. And it adds some dynamism to the open world.
2: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah, they definitely keep getting better at making the side activities more digestible and rewarding.
2: For sure. Especially considering, like, how wide of an audience they're making these games for. Because you can kind of feel that in the story, like, they have to kind of. I was actually surprised they they had Venom straight up just bite, um, Kevin's head off, considering kind of the market audience that they're going for. Mm-hmm. It's such a yeah. wide audience. Hey, I mean, it's yeah. still it's still rated T for Teen, right? Spider Man yeah. Two, ESRB, I'm Pretty sure it's rated T for Teen. But in terms of like like Delilah was saying, making it more digestible and also dynamic. Yeah, I agree. That a lot, I, I think they overall did a pretty good job with the side content.
1: It's the first Damn. game I platinum since Metal Gear Solid Three. That wow! Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was in like that's February.
0: A... Yeah, I mean, th- 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 that's another nice thing about these games is they're pretty easy to plat and one hundred percent. You feel and pretty good feel after like, you finish work. it. Like work? No, it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I'm tired of work. <laughs> yeah,
0: tired of working for the trophies.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't have time anymore.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Um oh.
1: hmm. there were just a few things about the open world that I wanted to mention before we move Go on. For it. A traver- tra- I guess it ties yeah. into traversal. Yeah. Um we could glide on water now. Like like it's not just like a <laughs> yeah. area that you can't access anymore, which was amazing. Um when I when I just got like I almost fell in water, I was like, oh man, and then I started gliding, I was like, Oh, this is sick. Uh
0: that was weird too. Like, how was he managing to do that because he's just like got his feet on the water and he's just kind of
2: sliding across
1: jesus I what don't was know. the
2: explanation for that <laughs> like they're scientific geniuses i'm sure they figured something out yeah all right <laughs> sure
1: him, like, i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure canonically the only person smarter than peter is richard reed in the comics aka reed, reed richards or reed richards i'm sorry yeah why, did, why the fuck did I just say Richard Reed? Richard God, Reed yeah. <laughs> Reed Richard, Mr. Sorry. Fantastic. Mr. Mr. Fantastic, Mr. yes. The Fantastic Four. I'm pretty sure he's the only one canonically that's supposed to be smarter than Peter, but... Anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wingsu, obviously great addition to making you get from one place to another. Um, having those little wind tunnels to get from one place to another even faster was really cool. Um, yeah. Being able to get that, like, really high jump on the city to get that aerial view was really nice. Uh, a lot more opportunities for that. It's just really good traversal. And it just like you said before, Mark, just how much technology went into this game i mean there were reflections on balloons in that section with harry in the school <laughs> on the green and silver balloons you could see like legit ray tracing on there it was cra- it was insane and yeah. then the damage visible on suits like if you got like burned you would see burn marks on the suit if you got shot you would see shot marks if you fought sandman your suit would be full of sand yeah. um even the city having Damage done to it. Where if you go back to the place where there was a major fight, it's still gonna be damaged until New York City repairs it. The only one I didn't notice that for was Coney Island. I felt like Coney Island got repaired like pretty much instantly. But, yeah, like, it was
0: you... it was pretty fast.
1: Yeah, but when you went back to like Times Square after like Venom and Craving fought, Times Square was still being rebuilt and things like that. I thought that was just really impressive overall. Um, how they had, had like paid so much attention to little details.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I kind of felt bad that um, uh, apparently um. so for those who don't know, like in a lot of reviews because the review copies were such a technical marvel um, they were able to do all this, like Delilah said, attention to detail with virtually no bugs. A lot of reviews said, you know, it was it was like a uniquely great release and then unfortunately the day one patch caused a lot of endemic bugs. like, And I'll, most of that from my understanding is fixed by now. Um, but I kind of felt bad for Insomniac precisely because of what Delilah was saying. Like, from a purely technical perspective, it is a beautiful game and it is amazing. Like Mark said earlier with the fast travel, how it just shoots you right in there. And well, I think I- what's impressive is I, I'm pretty sure Insomniac doesn't, they don't crunch
0: and they kind of make a big deal about that, uh, rightfully so, because today, today it's it's a rarity in, in, in this industry. Um So it is kind of crazy that they put out a game that was this polished and this technically impressive, and they didn't crunch to do it. Uh, And and in in a, I mean, not short, but not particularly long amount of time, right? Miles Morales was the last game, the last Spider-Man game they put out, seemingly the last game that the same team was working on. And uh, that came out in 2020. This came out three years later, not even... um, and, like, you also consider Insomniac developed Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which came out, is that last year or two years ago at this point? Is that 2021?
1: I think it was two uh, years ago. Okay, yeah.
0: you might be right. God, that, that this fucking time flies, man. I, I can't know. believe that was two years ago. Uh, but anyway, like, it, it's just, it's crazy, like, how much Insomniac as a studio is able to accomplish without any of the bad stuff. Um, yeah. And I think they even said that like the game was the game was fully playable without the patch, but the, the patch you know fixed did fix a lot of uh fix a lot of bugs. Um, yeah.
2: and overall, like I didn't run into too many issues. I can't remember if I I had, had I had some I had some hard crashes. I had the one where it turned you into a block. Um, oh, you had that? Uh, okay, yeah. I, I I saw that. Oh, that this that, is why that, I feel that bad because ap- apparently the review copies were spotless, and then people started bitching on the internet because it was very buggy at launch, because mm. of the day one patch. The day one patch uh, okay, introduced okay. the bugs. There's been patches since, but... Yeah, yeah. I kind of yeah. feel bad for the guys in Insomnia because, like, mm. you have this review copy that's pristine, and then you introduce a patch that, like, breaks everything on day one. Yeah. Not everything. I- I'm being Oh, uh, uh, like, things, but...
0: yeah. I-, I will say that, the, like... I, I had, I think I might have actually had one hard crash in this game. Uh, not as many as I had on Spider-Man Remastered when I recently played that. Mm-hmm. That game crashed on me like five or six times. Yeah. I cannot even begin to explain that. But, you know, it, it crashed on me a ton. I think Miles Morales. I played the PS4 version of Miles Morales in preparation for this, and that crashed on me a couple times.
1: Yeah. I had a few bugs, but not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I will also say I wish that somehow Insomniac would find a way to warn you when you're getting locked out of changing suits or doing side quests, because the way doing having New York City taken over by the symbiote and then going to a cookout to do one of Miles' side quests just felt didn't make sense like okay we're having a cookout but yet there's like
0: an alien invasion an
1: alien invasion right yeah that's Um, kind of the
0: disconnect with you know video game storytelling is like give a low a low-stakes side quest when the apocalypse is happening but what do you what are they going to do prevent you from doing that side quest
1: yeah I, I i mean they did in in some sequences they did lock me out of certain things mm. and one thing that they did lock me out of that kind of pissed me off was suits like i wanted to change into a specific suit as miles for a story point i was in this goofy suit because they wouldn't let me switch out <laughs> i wish they would have joined you know they would have warned me or something yeah
2: there, there are other uh, gameplay tied elements like that so for instance um you uh, the venom suit powers are you can upgrade them on the tree but i assumed story-wise that they would eventually take the venom powers away obviously the twist is you get an anti-venom suit so those upgrades still apply to that i wish i'd known that because i didn't upgrade the venom shit at all because specifically (laughs) specifically because i anticipated losing it oh okay (laughs) i mean i figured
0: i i kind of made the i i wasn't sure how they were going to make it make sense but I kind of figured if they're if they're on the skill tree, and you can permanently put points into them, they're not gonna take them away from you permanently. And I kind of didn't know how they were gonna pull that off. Are they just gonna strip your symbiote powers away from you and you just never get them again? Because that doesn't that that doesn't make sense. I feel like they wouldn't do that. And then anti venom, okay, that that made it made sense. And I found out that that's actually a, a Spider Man thing. Uh, that's uh, happening in well, the comics too. So any Brock, I believe,
2: becomes. It. A it. it yeah, I. Yeah. I just
0: mean anti Venom is like a thing. Yeah. I was kind of sitting there, like, is this like some hokey thing that they came up with for this game? No, no anti Venom no, no, exists in thing. the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but that that kind of made it make sense. You even got some new Venom powers from that too,
2: if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. The one where yeah. you kind of like spin up and go and the and uh it's kind of a shame that i didn't upgrade them because of the venom ability i mean the vent we talked about how how much fun the venom segment was the venom abilities in my opinion were the most fun in the game i yeah. just never used them really because i never upgraded
0: them. <laughs> yeah i I do think it was really funny that peter spent time to like make his own little doc ock arms that come like yeah. ba- but he basically already had that because if you got the iron spider out or a uh, suit in the first game like it came with that power up Yeah. um so it's like all right, all right peter good for you you got some spindly arms.
1: Yeah. The The other weird thing about the symbiote power is you can change your suit while having the symbiote, the black, like what should be, should right. be the black suit or the. Anti-dem. I thought you were, I
2: thought you were locked into you having a black suit. I
1: tested it for no. science and uh, you can have the sci- advanced suit yeah, on I, while doing the symbiote powers and it's uh, stupid.
2: I mean, to be honest, like I, I, the only suit I purchased was just the classic Spider-Man suit just so I could have the actual Spider-Man suit the entire game yeah i wore it when i was a venom um i guess that's something from the origin in the original the suits had abilities kind of tied to them yeah they don't hear um yeah they
0: kind of change up the progression yeah which
2: it's good and bad like i I can see people complaining like suits don't mean as much so there's no reason like i didn't get i mean I, i
0: don't when people were buying seats in the first one, I'm pretty sure it wasn't so they get, like, a cool extra power. I'm pretty sure it was so they could dress up as Spider-Man 2099, or so they could wear yeah, the Spirit yeah. Spider costume, it's or not whatever. It's a huge you know? thing,
2: and ultimately, I think the skill tree, especially having the shared one, um, so that you didn't feel like you were fucking over Miles or Peter by investing in one versus the other. Yeah. Um, the skill tree was definitely, I think, a better way to go.
1: Yeah, I like the skill tree a lot better. I, I, I focused initially on both of them, but then when I started to see, like, oh, at a certain part of the story, I think I'm going to have to fight Peter as Miles. I started pouring points into Miles. But when I was the symbiote, I was like, oh, give me all the venom abilities. So I, it, yeah. I, I liked that I was able to be dynamic in, in what I upgraded based on where I thought the story might have been going or who I was going to be playing as.
0: So I've got a couple issues I want to bring up. The first one, the first one pertains to progression and the next one will be can be our 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 um, uh, segue into combat. Uh, So the first thing is that I just feel like a lot of the upgrades in these skill trees, um, they don't matter. And you just wind up getting a lot of things in your kit that you never use. That's true. Like there were a lot of cause like you, you wind up having most of the stuff that you ended up having at the end of Spider-Man one even after you get you upgrade your skill trees in that game. Uh and this one was like, okay, well now you can web dudes up and then move them left or right into things. It's like, oh goody that's something I'm gonna use once and then forget that I can do because why would you wanna do
2: that? So there are yeah. there are a lot of like weird ones like that, but there are also it, 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 I can see how they were trying to create builds. So, like, there's like a bunch of abilities you can upgrade both in the share tree and independently to focus on making like an air juggling build, for instance, or a pure ground build, or an AOE like a crowd control build to bring all your enemies together. I can see what they were going for.
0: See, but Ultim- I, I re-
2: ultimately I agree with you that it's it the way the combat works functionally in practice, it, it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah. I I kind of reject the notion of they enable you to build builds out for these characters when the level the level cap is sixty and you get you level up pretty much after every main mission. No, no, no. I I get you're,
2: what you're not really building of. out
0: a build. You're just you're just deciding which ability to prioritize before the next until you max right. everything Beca-
2: out. Because essentially you can do a lot of that stuff without upgrading or getting those abilities, but it makes okay. them more effective or it refills meters faster by doing those specific. <sighs> things i know i know i'm trying you know to know like my play. next you know well do you know I'm, what my next complaint's gonna be yes i'm Can... i'm playing devil's advocate here because i probably agree with you with a lot of the issues with combat and progression
0: well here we go with my next issue with combat Cooldown timers guys we've got cooldown timers again why oh why do we have cooldown timers Um, this was a problem they, it wasn't even a pro, this was a problem they decided to create all of a sudden, because the first game didn't have cooldown timers on anything. Well, actually, yeah, your, your, your,
2: your special ability did. No, your items were earned from. No, no, I mean, like most of the things that were abilities here were items like where you had a, a, um amount right if i remember correctly yeah but
0: i'm talking yeah. about your skills like the the, symbiotes, no, 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 the symbiote symbiote no. skills your venom skills all yeah, those yeah, skills yeah. in this game were all tied to time not to skill not to pl- performing well like they were in the first two games yeah, and Miles Morales had like the perfect solution to this. You just you beat up dudes, you fill up a bar, and that bar enables you to use a skill. Some of your skill point abilities that, or some of your skills that you put skill points into, make it so that you regain that venom bar uh, faster if you do certain things. That's smart, good combat design because it it means if you play well, you get rewarded with cool, interesting, fun moves that do that do things that you want them to do cooldown timers just mean you wait it's not interesting
2: i I agree and and i don't like i don't like the offset where like so in terms of going what you're saying rewarding skill your reward for skill is you can use that bar that you build up to either heal yourself or do a one hit finisher yeah which i agree i think i think that's good
1: yeah, I love that addition. Well, I'm saying
2: I'm saying instead of the one hit finisher, which I rarely even used, just have that for skill or for skills like yeah, that's fine skill too. I'm, a, I, I'm all that, good with that. That's what I'm saying and like I yeah. agree with what you're saying about those I actually skills,
1: yeah. Think that the it was there was a timer for the skills, but it wasn't just based on time because I noticed that whenever I did a perfect dodge or did a perfect parry, there that were it would i would get my skill back yeah quicker. that's what i was there saying were about skills builds. that you there could learn in, yeah. yeah
0: there were skill i think there were a couple skills in the skill tree that you could learn that would get that would recharge your abilities faster but it's right. that it's still there's it's still good cooldown time that, that's it's, why i
2: said like a, a lot of skills that focus on aerial juggling will cause your meters to build faster when you're specifically hitting enemies in the air and doing air, i um, um, broken air combos yeah I hate throwing this word out there but the cooldown timers
0: are the laziest way to balance your 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 gameplay, to balance your combat. There were better ways to to go about this and I just oh, I, I don't I like agree. that they resorted to cooldown
2: timers.
1: I think um, yeah, I don't disagree. I think it comes down to a simplicity and accessibility yes. thing.
2: Yes. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Like I was but. saying before, they they've got a really wide audience they're targeting with this game. Yeah. So like it, if if you really want like that in-depth combat system. It's, well, probably is going to isn't be, gonna be the place to find it.
0: To be fair, there's this game also does have like a slew of difficulty choices. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I played on amazing difficulty, which is supposed to be like the normal. Uh, I actually found this game a lot more challenging than the first two. Uh, yeah, which especially was good. the
1: boss fights. I, I I really enjoyed like how they implemented the parry system. Yeah, like, you couldn't just like you had to like you couldn't just dot spam dodge you couldn't just spam parry you had to like really observe and you know if it was a blue you had to dodge if it was a red you could parry um, yeah
0: which is just like you know it's color coding your combat which there, there's an argument to be made against that but I I, I with how fast paced this combat is I I get it I, and I I'm not totally opposed to it Jason looks like when when Delilah said parrying your eyes lit up
2: what what do you have to say? it was say? unnecessary to add parrying um especially considering like between just natural input lag and the fact that the flashes it is not a universal time that you have it each enemy is um the time the amount of time you have between hitting the parry button and the die button and when their attack lines differs goes to bosses also considering they do stupid shit towards the end of the game like um with the final venom fight He'll have an attack that starts as a dodge, but it's meant as a trick to trick you mm. into getting locked into dodge and then becomes parry, which I just think is fucking stupid. Um mm. I I actually liked better like with the um with the Martin Lee, the Mr. Negative fight, rather than having it be a dodge or a parry, you jump over his attacks. Yeah. Yeah. I found I found that to be much better. It should have just been a single button. Um there's just too much visual noise going... There's enough visual noise going on already where adding another um, type of essentially blocking to yeah. that. Adding another complexity to the combat. It's not even complexity, it's just visual noise. Like, there's so much shit mm-hmm. going on on the screen already. Yeah. i a sucker
1: I, for parries. I mean, no one does it like Sekiro, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I could appreciate a, a parry <laughs> Again, I.
2: To play Devil's Advocate, I guess to myself, I get what they're doing, they're trying to add complexity to the combat, but it just ends up being more annoying than anything.
0: I mean, I could take it or leave it, right? Like, I thought it was, I, 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 it's definitely unnecessary, but I didn't think it was, like, offensively frustrating or anything. I, I, I got, I picked up on the combat mechanics easily, and like, the new combat mechanics, including this parry, easily enough. Uh, what I mostly just, I, I feel like I, the button mapping just
2: kind of threw me off. Yes, um, the fact that you're basically hitting things at opposite sides of the controller.
0: Yeah, but I'm also kind of used to that. I, After p- playing, you know, however many hours of Devil May Cry this year, I'm used <laughs> to having buttons all over the place and tapping them uh, every which way on the controller.
1: Yeah, but I, I really enjoy the boss fights overall, like... S- popping off with lizard and uh, miss um mr negative who's now mr positive um and craven them fighting peter with miles it, it, it just that last sequence of the entire game was just firing on all cylinders it just mm-hmm. the pacing was super fast maybe maybe too fast but like i just felt like excited that entire time Even fighting um, Scream was really cool and then ending with Venom. Like, I just enjoyed all of the boss fights. I thought there was enough difference in the boss fights um, in terms of the arenas and, like, the attack patterns that didn't make it feel like you were just spamming parry or dodge all the time. Um, Like, having to use the environment a little bit for specific boss fights made them kind of dynamic so i just lizard
0: I just... was kind of the peak for that for me
1: yeah lizard was such yeah. a good boss fight yeah yeah i love um
2: that. i felt I think... that it, it, oh sorry no go, go ahead jason god all i was gonna say was like mechanically i like the fights i felt like they did drag on a little too long though Oh they
1: were uh, alone. The bosses, there was like a thousand yeah. bar, bar yeah, yeah, they have like thousand bars.
0: You know, I fucking hate that whole thing where like a video game is like here's the boss's health bar and you reduce it to zero and then a cutscene happens and they have 100% of their health again. Like just yeah. just make it a segmented health bar. Just make it like you you get them down to 75% and then the cutscene happens and then they're still at 75%. Like Make it feel like an epic fight. Don't make it feel like I beat the boss four times until the game moves on.
2: Yeah, it especially, it especially got bad towards the end as I'm up, more upgraded and I'm basically just animation slash stunlocking the bosses over and over by rotating abilities and punching them with combos to the point where I've already killed them but like it's waiting for them to unlock their animations so I can get to the cutscene.
1: Yeah. And I was playing
2: on normal. Um, the The difficulty curve... For me, you met, Mark, you said you had more difficulty here than the either of the previous two. I felt like the first half of the game, every time I got hit, like I lost more than half my health and mm-hmm. then got animation locked into death. I didn't die very much, but it felt like super punishing just to get hit once. And then yeah. somewhere around the halfway mark, once you've upgraded your health to damage enough, yeah. that's another thing is how much... How little damage I should say your punches do in the beginning. It felt like you felt weirdly weak for the first half of the game, and then way too strong in the latter half. I felt like the bouncing curve there, and maybe it's just because I was playing on normal, and it's meant to be more accessible. I don't know, but it, um, it was just like a sudden once once I hit a certain point with health and damage, like I was just unlocking and AoEing everything into oblivion, and it was just kind of started feeling just repetitive.
0: Uh, something I did mean to bring up when you brought up like you know the 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 focus bar that you charge up to use finisher moves or heal yourself. I like the change that they made where to heal yourself, you need to have a full bar. you can't use a partial bar right I think that really added into making this game more challenging and reward it adds a yeah. significant risk reward uh um uh factor to the game, and i I, I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, I, I got pissed at myself when I would press the the finisher button by accident when I really needed to heal because I just couldn't <laughs> help myself because I saw the things above their head. I'm like, I gotta press it and then I, I would die. because
0: <laughs> The game is prompting it. me. It's goading yeah, it me. <laughs>
1: me. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I
0: think that's, that's kind of all there is to it. I don't know that there's much more else other than the final question. Is there anything else you guys want to bring up? Okay. I guess just... Oh, sorry. Go ahead,
1: Delilah. No, what I want to bring up is silly. I just okay. saw some moments, little tiny details that I loved. I love how in one of the side quests, it was like a Puerto Rican woman like sitting on her deck, and she had like this candle with Jesus on it. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That looks exactly like a thousand candles I've seen in Puerto Rican women's lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so accurate. Um, yeah, I had to say that. Also, I loved when... <laughs> And I feel like people might hate this, but I thought it was really funny when Vena, um, when Peter was like becoming more angsty in with the sim- with the black suit, mm-hmm. and he he says to that bear enemy, he goes, "I'm sorry, I'm out of honey." I don't know why I thought that was so funny.
2: No, I because thought that it's was a, good. because it's, it's a pretty uh, you know standard Peter Parker quip.
1: Yeah, it was so good um anyway yeah that's all i had to say
0: that's really good
2: oh i did want to bring up i
0: i don't know about you guys i was cracking the fuck up when at the beginning of the game after the sandman fallout when you're like helping people around the city for a bit there's a guy stuck in a limo and you rescue the guy and it's jameson Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I found that so fucking funny. And
1: then I couldn't he's complaining about you rescuing him.
2: Yeah, he's like, "What? What's going on, Spider-Man! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's an, he's another he's he's another one of those few characters where I I really do appreciate how close they stuck um, with his with his depiction in these games to the source mm-hmm. material. They they yeah. do Jameson really well.
1: And then yeah. when, they, when they found out that there was, a, he found out there was another Spider-Man. He was like saying that Peter was like, well, not Peter, but like, so, oh, the, the old Spider-Man is grooming this new Spider-Man. I was like, <laughs> grooming? It's so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did find it really disappointing um, that you, you can't re-listen to the podcasts like you could in the in, in the first game in Miles.
1: Oh yeah, that um, would have been there, cool to hear.
0: Yeah, because well there were a lot of instances. This might have been a glitch or something, but there were a lot of instances where one would start playing and then randomly stop. And usually that happens when you start engaging in like an activity. Yeah, but, like, like with
2: the it, phone calls with the for the main story or the sequence, yeah. yeah. Or
0: or just like a crime happens, you start to fight some dudes. If you're if you're listening to something, it turns off um but like this is just like when i'm swinging around not near anything something would start and then immediately stop and i'm like what the fuck i wanted to listen to that yeah and there's no way to re-listen to them so i just i feel like i missed out on a lot of those podcast episodes yeah, Um, for no good reason
1: i agree uh, um, i have one more point i'm sorry i keep go like, ahead. No, my go last ahead. one i promise go ahead um I like how, when even on like random crimes or like side activities, how like if you're playing as Peter Miles would show up or vice versa, I thought that was a really cool detail. Like, I liked mm-hmm. seeing the other Spider Man in the distance doing his thing, but that was fun, yeah.
0: And I really liked, um, after the the flame side quest, Wraith will join in on crimes with you and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, um, she did.
0: I really enjoyed that,
1: yeah. I'm um, done. I
2: promise. Well, that gonna, kind of stuff, what have, like, Oh, sorry, what was
0: that? No, go ahead, Jason, go
2: ahead. No, I was just going to say that kind of just adds on to what I was saying and what you mentioned earlier about like the potential of having like ambushes where you get ambushed by like Craven or whatever in the old yeah. world. Because one thing I was going to mention was just the lack of enemy variety where essentially you're fighting the same three enemies reskinned either as street thugs, Craven um, hunters, or symbiotes. symbiotes. You just got the grunts, the ranged, and the brutes, and that's pretty yeah. much it. Outside of the bosses, uh, they they really in the next game need to focus on more enemy, um, more dynamic enemies, well, it's or funny more variety. I
0: should say it's it's funny because the first game in Miles had that like every faction felt pretty distinct, um, and you had to employ and you had to employ different strategies to fight a lot of them. That's true. Um, yeah, you're you're right. I I, I kind of
2: didn't put it together that the enemy variety kind of takes a hit here. I uh, think that's I one love- of the reasons why I, I felt like I was getting bored with the combat, mm. like towards the latter half of the game, because I, I realize I'm just fighting the same three things reskinned. Okay. I'm doing the same exact thing. And I'm just, like you said before, with the cool, with the cooldowns, I'm just pushing everything on cooldown. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Pop, and, pop them
0: and wait. That's, that's, that's all it is. Yeah.
2: And, um, <sighs> yeah, I mean, the combat is, like, it's, Had some fun. It's it's definitely competent. It's not bad. It's just not like the greatest thing or ever or other.
1: Like even like
2: even comparing to its obvious inspiration, the Arkham games. Like, and Mm -hmm. I couldn't really articulate this in our podcast on the first one. I went back and listened. Mm -hmm. I couldn't articulate why um why I I didn't love the combat as much as you guys did. And I think it's just a combination of. In the Arkham games, with the audio design and the animations, you feel the hits more. Whereas here, because it's so fast and there's so much shit going on, yeah, it it it's kind of it kind of feels like taps. It's not as visceral as the Arkham combat, yeah, which is why I think I like yeah. it more. Yeah, but...
1: i I think I agree that they definitely took the hit with like the regular enemies, but I feel like it improved with the boss fights. Overall.
2: Yeah, like I mm-hmm. said, if, if they if. If they had just not done the whole, you know, refilling of the health bar, and the and the <laughs> boss fights had been a bit more condensed, like mechanically they were fun enough. Yeah, it's just I, I felt like they just dragged sometimes, just because I, you see that bar, you get it down, and then cutscene, so yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, are we good to move on to the final question? Yeah, going to have a regular yeah. segment. Uh, I'm going to call it Deli- Delilah's final words. <laughs> where you come in with all your final notes that you're like, wait, I have one more thing. Just like
1: <laughs> random things that I wanted to talk about that don't come up naturally in common. No, I,
0: I, I, I like it though. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. You usually bring up like some really interesting details that, you know, if I did notice, I forgot to articulate. And the fact <laughs> that you have them written down and ready to go, I, I I appreciate it a lot.
1: Thank
0: you. Um, All right, final question. So we know that Insomniac... Is developing a wolverine game and we know now that that is also taking place in the same the same earth the same universe whatever earth Wait, 1048 is it oh no what what is What is the problem what's the matter jason what's wrong tell well, us
2: just continue continue i well, don't like my, qu- that. my my, my question why
0: does it make you sad? No, I want to now. I want to know why that makes you sad. The because final question I, is: I, Why does said, that make Jason sad? Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right, fine. As, because so, like Spider Man, I respect. You know why he's a popular and, and enduring character. Um, personally, I can take or leave Spider Man, but like characters like Wolverine, and now it's been rumored in the DLC, uh, Daredevil. I've always cared about far more in the Marvel universe. Um and those are characters that require a lot more darkness and grit than i think they're willing to go to in well, this universe to be well hold on hold on hold on cuz to be clear
0: it's it happens in the same earth that doesn't mean like wolverine's barreling through the same new york like seemingly wolverine's going to be in his own place doing his own thing that game will probably be rated m for mature it probably will lean into Hopefully. some darker things some darker territory and it's not like insomniac hasn't done stuff like that before
2: no, no, um, no, I'm not saying they can't do stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm just saying if if they're trying to keep it in this same world, I, I guess this also applies way more to Daredevil because of the rumored DLC that well, Daredevil will show up in. Let's this, let's
0: talk about yeah. that because I I haven't heard that there's rumored Daredevil DLC. I just saw that the the placard with Matt Murdock was removed in a patch and then it was readded in a patch and yeah, they've kind c- of been teasing around the idea. I don't think Daredevil will be a DLC. I think that if they're going to do Daredevil it'll be a, a, a game for Daredevil. I think that yeah, makes it, it more sense. It has to be. Yeah, I think that and would I, make more sense. And,
2: and and I think if anything that's one reason why we haven't seen uh Fisk and we saw him obviously in the first game. Yeah. Um, but we haven't we, he didn't, we didn't see him at all here i would assume that if if they are leaning towards doing daredevil stuff you know saving it for that especially because with fisk you like you really do you gotta uh, daredevil with wolverine with these characters you gotta go much darker than like like i mentioned before i was surprised that they even had venom biting off craven's head yeah um it's a different audience yeah. Right, but just because it's in the same universe,
0: like it's Earth ten forty eight, it's not New York City ten forty eight, right? Like there's a I whole know, world. I know, I know. There's a whole planet. The MCU
1: has like its darker tone shows versus its yeah. typical superhero stuff. Um, and I think that Haley's side little side activity might be them playing with the idea of a Daredevil game since, you know, she's deaf. <laughs>
0: Well Daredevil's blind, right? Yeah, you're uh, blind.
1: Right, but like, kind of, <laughs> <You're> like... sorry <laughs> I'm not saying that Daredevil's up. Let me clarify. I, I, get, what you, I get what
2: you're Using like
1: saying. the um like gameplay using...
2: with a disability.
1: Gameplay with a disability. Yes.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I don't think they would they would do that, like just have you see things as Daredevil sees see things simply because like I don't know how you would make that that would throw a lot of people off. It would be difficult to play. Because everything is the same color, essentially.
1: Yeah.
2: Sorry, Delilah. I didn't mean to like. No, no. I <laughs> I, I, I didn't explain like myself
1: very well. <laughs> I
2: I I get I get the point you were trying to make though. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, my my point with this final question that I'm trying to get to is like, yeah, the, we're getting a Wolverine game. It's in the same universe. It it, it I feel like it doesn't. It it it, it, I'm sure they'll go with the like a more mature route for Wolverine. I mean, from that initial trailer, it's I feel like it's almost confirmed. And I think they even said that they are going for a more mature tone with that. Yeah, okay. So like, and if we got a Daredevil game, I'm sure they would do the same thing. My my question is um and keep in mind daredevil is by no means confirmed they're kind of dancing around it they're kind of teasing it it might also just be playing into fan paranoia where they saw that the sign was removed it was added back in and they're like oh we can we can mess with them now um because they all they're all speculating about this there's no guarantee we're getting a daredevil thing at all um but my question is again
2: just a rumor that i heard
0: right my my question is: Is there any other hero that you'd like to see Insomniac tackle? Any other any other Marvel superheroes? Any other Marvel um properties?
1: I mean, honestly, after seeing off? that Black Cat section um with the portals, I wouldn't mind seeing how they could implement that into a Doctor Strange game.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I wouldn't mind. I don't know uh, how they would do it at this point, because the symbiote was totally destroyed at the end of the game, right? Well, there's another one. Well, no. Yeah, was it destroyed? The particle. Ex- I thought they put it in the particle accelerator and it completely destroyed <gasps> oh, it. Oh, yeah,
0: okay, okay. Um. Well, th- there's, there's still the one that Cletus Cassidy has, so...
2: Oh, that's true, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, all I was going to say was, given how fun the Venom segments were, I wouldn't mind seeing just a Venom game. But in okay. terms of outside of that i mean i, I want to see how they tackle the wolverine game first okay um i mean in terms of gameplay like i cuz the wolverine game is also going to have to be like way more visceral and uh what's the word i'm looking for uh not sluggish but like um the, the combat is going to have to feel like to it's going to have capture. a lot more weight yes yes yeah like it, it's definitely going to have a lot it's more gonna weight it's going to be interesting to see how they how they do that but i, I want to see how they How they do the wolverine first okay before i would uh but but i agree that the way they use that technology it is kind of a cool little tech demo for what a potential dr strange thing could look like yeah uh
0: i think it would be really cool to see uh a fantastic four game uh and actually like you know do the promise of gotham knights but do it right
1: oh gosh Um,
0: (laughs) I think that could be cool. I think Insomniac might be able to pull that off, because yeah. um, they're just a really creative studio. I I have my qualms with their output in the past decade or so, just because of my love for early Ratchet and how I feel like that that series has kind of lost its way. But I I never denied that they're a really good studio, really creative
2: studio, and I think they could they could. I mean, you speaking could give the... speaking about that with Ratchet, like, um potential heroes that can play into that kind of experience in terms of gameplay. Obviously this would be another one that would have to be darker, but the Punisher, um yeah. who am I thinking of fuck, from X Men? Um oh, shit. He was in Josh Brolin played him in the Deadpool movie. Why can't I remember his name? Uh uh Cable. Cable, Cable yeah. yeah. Like Cable. There there are a lot of like more shooting focused heroes like that that they could pull in and pull and draw on that ratchet and clank. um, You know, history, third person shooting. I don't know. Or they could do yeah. it over the shoulder. There's a lot of different things they could do. Yeah. I I th- I'm, th- I'm curious how they do the Wolverine. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, I guess it remains to be seen like outside of Spider-Man uh, and Wolverine, like Wolverine has to come out. They have to kind of, I guess, prove that they can do other uh, Marvel superhero properties before they start getting any, any more. Uh, unless the Daredevil thing is is real, um, but we'll see.
2: I, I don't even know. Like again, it's a rumor, but like thinking about that, how would it differ? Very much aside from lack of web slinging, just the basics of combat from Spider-Man. What would Daredevil? Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, just thinking I, about that. I don't know. It's that, not. I, I don't question. think it would be, even be really worth it for them as a studio to do that. I
0: mean I, I would imagine they would have to implement like some sort of sound mechanic for the site to work and stuff, so yeah, it could be interesting. Um it remains to be seen. And yeah. that's all we got for this episode of read the Spoils. Jason, what is the quasniki rating?
2: Hmm. I'll give it a solid six. It's definitely oh, not wow. a five, it's not average. For people who don't know my scale, I use five is average. Um it's not it is the full it, scale. It, it ex it does excel in some areas, like the we talked about the technical marvel of it, just recreating the city and the traversal. Um felt like combat was lacking in some areas, and obviously I don't want to beat the dead horse, but um the story I had issues. But um like I, I feel about it kind of the same way I felt like the first one, like I played it. I probably won't remember much of it by the time the next one comes out. <laughs> but again, it's also I'm not like nearly attached, as I said, to Spider-Man as probably Delilah is. Like so I care, six
1: what, I though? care more
2: about other characters. Oh shit, Delilah's right. Six what? Six symbiotes. <laughs> okay, six symbiotes out of ten. There we go. Or six G <laughs> serums. I don't know. Six G- shots no, of no, 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 no. You said six. six you said Spider-Man. symbiotes. And... Six. <laughs> Six (laughs) Spider-Men.
0: Six (laughs) Spider-Men. Six Spider-People. Okay, there you go. There you have it. Uh, Anything else you guys want to bring up before we end the show? Fun game. Yeah. There there you go, guys. Fun game. Box quote, right there. Um, Delilah, you got anything to plug?
1: Uh, I have a full playthrough of this game on YouTube. It's releasing every other day so it go. should be done in like a few weeks
0: alright so when, yeah. by the time this episode comes out I mean she'll still be in the midst of posting those so if you want to watch someone else play the game you got Delilah right there Assassina Dash San on YouTube
1: yes
0: Um, I got nothing to plug Jason you got anything to plug
2: uh, I got a haircut well, I got nice hair, but...
0: <laughs> attaboy and you, and you trimmed up the beard too I didn't even point th- or I didn't even notice that you're looking I, fresh, I my you, friend.
2: When you, you yeah, yeah, mind, yeah, yeah. You
0: know you said that, but like I'm still I'm still in the in I'm still in like cloudy head mode, man. So like you said it, and I didn't register that. Oh yeah, you did trim up your beard. I'll forgive That's you. That's good. You're looking you're looking mighty fresh, my friend. I gotta say, looking good. Um, if you liked this episode and you listen on YouTube, thank you so much. Please give the episode a like. Subscribe to the channel. Leave us a comment. Tell us. You know, what you thought about this game. Tell us if you hated cooldown timers as much as I did. Um, You always hate
2: cooldown timers. I knew you were going to bring it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is like my new thing now, is that I'm so fucking sick of cooldown timers. But anyway... Um, If you listen to this episode on Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. Please rate and review the show. Five stars preferred. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. It really, really helps when you comment and like the episode and rate and review the show. It really, really helps. It helps for visibility. It helps me make me feel really good, um, especially when you give us those sweet, juicy five-star ratings. So uh, please, please do that. It really, really helps. And make sure you share the show. Anyone that you think would be interested in our hours-long rambling pantheon of uh, the pantheon episode... of reap the spoils <laughs> um if anyone that you know that would that would enjoy our show please share it with them share the good word the good reap the spoils word it really really helps us out uh jason what is the next episode of the show about
2: Stephen king the game two. Alan Wake no, too alan
0: wakes no no first of all it's twin peaks the game Two. Twin okay. Peaks 2, the video game. Uh, yes, we're talking about Alan Wake 2. Uh, I've already started it. Delilah's already started it. We I'm were, so excited. We, we were talking about how fucking cool and good this game is before the show started recording. Um, oh my god, I'm so excited to talk about that game. So if you want to, you know, play Alan Wake 2 in preparation for next month's episode, uh, please feel free to do that. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.
2: Oh, Delilah's not gonna go. I wanted. To end I, on went, I, wanted I I was gonna end on the quip. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>